0: Okay, perfect. Um, well, of course, here I am. My name is Elijah Falade. I go by Jimmy J U M M Y because I begin, you know, beginning to notice people actually misspell it. <laughs> so yeah, it's Jimmy, and I have my cousin right here. I'll let her introduce herself. Yeah, I don't
1: even know <laughs> what to introduce myself as. <laughs> yeah. I go by two names. Ann or Omolade. Yeah. So you can pick whichever you like.
0: Yeah, I like Omalade actually. Just the full name. Cause I don't know, I feel like I want to call you your full name because I really appreciate when people call me my full name. Mm-hmm. Like Olajumoke, rather than just Jimoke. It just doesn't sound pretty to me, you know. Yeah. So then you call me my full name or you call me Jimmy, you know? That's why I, I call you Omalade just to make myself feel better and of course it's your full name i'm pretty sure you love it okay b- back to the point so <laughs> we're gonna talk about like family uh ties and okay. um cultural difference and when i say cultural difference i'm talking like nigerian culture you know i guess compared to american culture because that's pretty much what i've experienced personally you know mm-hmm. um and family ties. Cultural difference, and I think I don't know if this is a word. Don't crucify me. Um, Africanness is African-ness. that a word? Um, I, we, we could coin it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's like blackness, but african Thank you. God bless you. Yes, my Africanness. Thank mm-hmm. you. Okay. So yes, we're just gonna talk about that, and I guess I'll just go first. You know, maybe like interviewing my cousin here. She's my cousin. Okay, she's my actual cousin. Well. Not the point, okay, so, um, I guess, with family ties, and that also comes with like Nigerian parents, you know, because, mm-hmm. of course we have Nigerian parents, yes, um, and what would you say would be like the cultural difference when it comes to Nigerian parents, between um you know living in America, having Nigerian parents, and seeing how your other friends in America have of course <laughs> American parents, you know, what would you say would be the difference in this case like what what is what have been your personal experience, mm
1: well, African parents are no ordinary parents. I think in comparison like with any immigrant parents in general, they are always going to be different from like an American parent. It's true. Because they've come with they came to, they came to America with a, like a different mentality about what they want to do. So mm-hmm. they have a purpose. And with that purpose comes some certain responsibility that they've put on the children to achieve and also on themselves to achieve because they have people back home, wherever they've come from, in our case, Nigeria, that are looking up to them and they want to see some level of success with the move. Because you've moved away from you know, like everything you know and everything that you grew up with and you've also made children into this new environment. Mm-hmm. It's like, so what's going to be, you know, are you going to achieve that American dream that you left home for um so you know with my parents it's a lot of responsibilities on the children and also pressure at the same time um sometimes good because they help the kids mm-hmm. but sometimes bad but at the end of the day they are our parents and that's true we have to recognize the reasons why they've done things that like the you know they've done things the ways that they've done it yeah but um Growing up now, being like a little bit of an adult and Mm -hmm. having a little bit more freedom, yeah, you get to see that okay, that's totally wrong and that's right, (laughs) honestly. Uh, But that doesn't mean that you have to like accept the things that are wrong, you can recognize that. You know, this upbringing and this experience was bad for me, and I probably need therapy,
0: but... (laughs) (laughs) But... I need therapy. I literally need it,
1: but you go. Yeah, but I I see where they were coming from, and I see from, you know, the, the way that they've lived their life and the experiences that they've had, I can understand why they said this and why they did this, but at the end of the day I mean I to to make peace with the way that I need to live my life I just needed to understand the the reasons why they did the things that, that the
0: way that they did so honestly personally speaking I it's not like I don't want to choose to understand them it's just I've been so traumatized to the point that I'm just gonna give up not give up per se just like not deal with the fact that I'm gonna try to understand why they said that or why they did that, you know? Because at the end of the day, they need to understand that I'm human. I have feelings, you know? I have a heart. <laughs> you know, they can't just say whatever they want to say, insult me, and then think, oh, she's just gonna brush it off. or never even think of how I'm gonna react to it, you know? Um, And speaking of I kind of did forget what I was going to say because you were saying something and something came up to me, my mind right now and I guess I forgot what I was going to say. But speaking of African parents, in my case, it wasn't a fun experience, especially living in America and having your own parents thinking, yeah, you're trying to act American. And I'm like, what? No, What? what does acting American mean? <laughs> you know, like you're trying to act like the African-Americans here where you're trying to act like the white people. I'm like, not really. I'm just trying to be myself, mm-hmm. which I've always been, you know? And I guess it's kind of hard for them to understand because they grew up in this environment in Nigeria where it's like everything is done a certain way and yeah. they had to survive mm-hmm. somehow, you know? Um, But when it comes to cultural difference, I would say, personally speaking, I really do value our culture, you mm-hmm. know, Nigerian um Yoruba culture. Yeah, It's just... When it comes to certain things, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, I, I literally put like a no to, it, like literally, not even a part of my life. You mm-hmm. get me? So that's something in regards to um cultural difference. And Nigerian parents, I would say it's normal for them to be strict. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's normal, but it's not normal for them to just be hurtful. Mm-hmm. Cause not most of the time they are actually being hurtful and mm-hmm. they don't realize it. Because I think you said it the other day when I talked to you about this. You said they don't realize it because that's the way they live their life when they wake. Young? Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, there's not
1: a lot of um, how do you feel about this when they were grow- growing up. Um, it wasn't about, um, you know, how does this affect you? And, you know, we have the luxury of having that this opportunity to interview each other and say so you've had this experience with your nigerian parents and i've had my experiences with my nigerian parents how does that make you feel um can we find some similarities and some things that we could potentially say okay uh like put our finger on this that this is wrong and this is right and i value this and that but they didn't have that because they were just trying to survive (laughs) i mean imagine it so like nigeria gained its independence in 1960 october right Mm -hmm. and um we have my dad was born in 1963 wow so he was only three at that time when uh, by the time they'd get independence Mm -hmm. and think about growing up in that time and the things that he's had to go through and the life that he's had to live Mm -hmm. up to that point i mean that probably wasn't enough time to stop and think how does this affect me how does my environment affect me and you know he never thought about that he was just wanting to succeed he wanted to be happy and he just wanted to make it in life so um but we have this time where you know times are changing and we get to think and be like well this is really affecting me because this this and that so, you know, that's what I feel. And, I, and and my thing, I think I've said this earlier, is I'm a peacemaker and I, I'm also a very I'm em- empath. And I'm, I'm an empath is what people say. So I like to empathize with other people. And um, I like to put myself in their shoes and think from their perspective and try to feel what they feel. Um, so that's why I think my solution to wanting to, forgive in a sense or wanting to understand comes from my personality as being an empath and just being somebody that wants to keep the peace. That's um, true. Um, but you know, our ways of healing comes differently for everybody. And um, that's just where my comes from. So that's what I do.
0: Yeah. I think my way of healing is staying, away. <laughs> staying away. I'm sorry. That's why I'm literally like eight hours away from home, you know, cause I just want my own, like, I literally, literally came to the school thinking I want to find my own self. Mm -hmm. You get me? Because it's just, it it was just me living back home, pleasing my parents, you know, trying to not be in their worst, like child. No, no, not just a worst child. Just trying to not make them, like, make them rain wrath on me or something. Mm -hmm. You get me? Just trying to be. Quiet, but then at the same time, given my personality, I can never be a good kid, you know. And what's the what what's the definition of a good kid and a bad kid? You know, there's just no definition for it. To be very honest with you, I guess it's exactly exactly. So in my case, I would just say my own way of trying to understand them is staying away from them. You know, because I think my personal mental health matters a lot, and that's the thing that's never talked about in Nigerian culture. (laughs) Mental health. Yeah, (laughs) literally. What is that? Are you sick? <laughs> <laughs> if
1: you say you have some kind of mental health issues when an comes parents, they'll just be like, "Okay, I so see you're mad." <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's literally what came to my mind right now. They think, oh, oh to Yahweh, you. Yeah,
1: you're like, yeah, mad person. <laughs> so the next thing is you'll be ripping your clothes off and living on the streets. Jesus okay. Christ. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you need deliverance
0: at <laughs> that point. Oh, that is, uh, that's literally it. Deliverance. It's become a spiritual issue. They're, they're going to call their pastor, though. Yeah, literally, the pastor and everybody in the mm-hmm. church to come praying for you. Yeah. <laughs> I've been told by several pastors. That-
1: in nigeria that like i had a emiri a i was emiri so I had like the, serious what? i've i went to deliverance like every week no fucking way yes i so back home when i was living back home i went to this church called mountain of uh, fire American yeah ministries everything needed to die by fire and so was my demon <laughs> my demons were still dead yes the pastor was pushing my head like this hunting the demon out of me I was like I'm not, I'm not falling on this dirty floor no I never fell so they thought the demon was just too strong yeah. yeah and I was just like
0: no I just don't want to fall on the dirty floor but- <laughs> I have a- you didn't go to boarding school. I went to boarding school so I escaped all of that to be oh, very honest. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> that's another thing like the difference between a day um, school kid in Nigeria and a boarding school kid in Nigeria. So yeah, I went back home every day and you know every time it was something different and it's like my, I was living with my uncle and auntie back home because my parents were here and my uncle would always call my parents here and be like, yeah your kid, she's possessed <laughs> and this thing, and my parents would believe that. because <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're saying. Oh my goodness, because it's their brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we've taken her to deliver several times and nothing's changed. Nothing's changed, And we just don't know what to do with that. <laughs> What's in there? <laughs> in there is like, a, it's a type of um, witchcraft. So, per- so like, when I sleep, when I was back home, uh-huh. I usually sleep with my leg on the wall. Oh! Because it was so hot. And they would yes. literally think people who did that were witches. Yes. yes, they thought I was in a meeting. So like, because if you watch Nigerian movies, you know what. I'm Talking about, so it's like a lot of times when um, people that sleep and they put their leg on the wall is because they've gone to meeting like to meet with their witchcraft sisters and brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, I I can't believe this happened, yeah, several times. And they'll be like, and then my uncle, he will come in every night and slap my feet away from the wall, be like, because that's like. Getting me out of the meeting or something. Yeah, I don't know. I was just sleeping, but you know, he'd be like, "I don't know, come again." She sleeps with her leg on the wall, and she's <laughs> going to meeting every night and, this and because this and her that. leg is on the wall. And, and I'm like, "Bro, it's hot in this house. It's hot. <laughs> I just need fresh <laughs> air, fresh air." But he's like, "Yeah, nah. She's going, <laughs> going to meeting and all this crap." And I was like, "Your kid is scary. You Gotta get this kid out of my house." I was like, "Okay." I was just I was a very strong-willed child I never backed down if I thought something was right I'd say it um even though I still kept quiet in regards to whatever you're going to do with that information yeah I don't challenge authority but I do let you know what I think yeah about authority but I don't continuously challenge it or try to change it I'm like I'm not like a change seeker in any yeah. way <laughs> so like you know I would give in and be like yeah sure you know, I'm a witch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whatever you <laughs> Whatever say, bro. Yeah. So mental health. Mm,
1: no. What not, is that?
0: Yeah. You know, wow. I can't believe you had to go through all of that, and at the same time, you still chose to be very oh, yeah. peaceful. Like when I say peaceful, very quiet and observant. Mm-hmm. I would say that that's one of, and I guess being observant is also. You said you were, You've always been called an empress, which is mm-hmm. being like being able to empathize with people. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I'm able to speak with you about anything. To be honest with you, because I never thought I would just pick up my call, my phone one day and just call you about personal things mm-hmm. until. I guess I felt very comfortable with you mm-hmm. but yeah so um <laughs> it's still okay I'm so sorry though the, the <laughs> whole leg on the wall that was so funny I've never I like the thing is I've always knew that was a thing mm-hmm. in Nigeria mm-hmm. it's just I never actually thought they actually acted on it yeah because you know the walls <laughs> is concrete so when it's cold outside it gets cold
1: uh-huh. so if you put your body against the wall it's cool it cools you off so I figured that was a way for me to cool off because we didn't have AC so like I was like oh cool I can just put my legs on the wall and I can't be like cooled you were such a smart kid what <laughs> only to some my potential I would be like I, I could have invented AC in the I know I someday. know right but whatever oh my goodness <laughs> my oh creativity my... was shut down oh I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry
0: but yeah um speaking of cultural difference I was gonna say something about like the boarding school life mm, okay yeah because I'm pretty sure here in America they have boarding school right mm-hmm. but it's very free I'm pretty sure. Because when I say very free, they're not restricted in a way. Like, okay. So I guess an example would be back in Nigeria, my boarding school. We can't even leave the campus at all for no reason. And I guess that's the point of a boarding school. But then if you leave the campus, you're in trouble. Meaning you get to serve punishment and things like that. And that's Mm. not fun. But I guess the point is back in Nigeria... I really hate it. Imagine an 11-year-old hating her life because she wasn't born in school. And I guess that's the cultural difference there because back there, if you're like one year older than somebody... Mm, Senior. (laughs) Sister. It's not even sister, it's senior. It's like senior. senior let me, what's, what would be a name? Jennifer, Senior Jennifer. Mm -hmm. Like, why do I have to call you a senior? And you're just one year older than me. And it's like, yeah, this person that's one year older than you could literally slap you, Mm -hmm. beat you up, punish you, and you would do nothing about it. Because you can't do nothing about it, you know? That's that's one thing I really did not appreciate about my boarding school. It was Mm -hmm. very, like, it drove me crazy, but Mm -hmm. then i just thought of it as endurance mm. you get me that's the way i i thought of it to survive and not only that i had this very good friend back then where she would literally be like endurance is you. it a private was it a private or public one it was a public one. Oh, it, that's worst why. of all it was catholic oh. so if you weren't a catholic child you you had to be catholic because of that school oh. you know so it wasn't really like really fun there um but I guess that's what I wanted to talk about my experience with boarding school. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't fun. I'm pretty sure I have a lot more to talk about. But I hated my life there. That's something I'll give about that. Mm-hmm. But when I got to Amer- America, I came you know came to meet my dad. That mm-hmm. wasn't a fun experience because I guess I was stupid barry, <laughs> you know, given the whole situation because I literally came from Nigeria, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't like something I enjoyed. I would say because I was, say it's not something I enjoyed because my first year in America, Mm -hmm. I literally went to Facebook and wrote something suicidal. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It wasn't fun. Like, the whole school literally called my dad and was like, oh my God, your daughter. Was it,
1: like, about your experience living with your dad in America or, like, you were sad that you had left home?
0: No, it wasn't that I I was sad that I left home. It was just me alone with my dad. And I guess in my case, don't get me wrong, I love my dad. It's Mm -hmm. just, in my case... I never really knew my dad, you mm. get me? And then living with someone you never really knew, getting to know them and then feels like they're doing all those things to you and you're just like, you know, I guess I, I was just a kid. I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. I I don't know why I was feeling suicidal, but it was just something I was going through then. Um, And I should have been going through that because I'm usually a happy person, you know, and I don't know. But given the point is, African parents... Please, even if you're an African parent, that doesn't give you the opportunity or the reason to mistreat your kid or make them feel like they're nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, like the word I hate the most in Nigeria in Yoruba language is kilongbetongbi. I'm like, why, <laughs> why, why do you have to like? It's like kilongbetongbi. Like, what, like do you, what? What? What struggles
1: do you have that you feel like you have the right to like talk? Yeah, or Complain. Yeah. Or not only that, everything.
0: the the right. You get exactly the mm-hmm. right to say anything. anything yeah. Mm -hmm. it's like, you don't even have a right. (laughs) Just because you're from Africa, you're from Nigeria, it's like you don't even have a right to talk. Mm -hmm. Like, why? Why is that a thing? I guess in my case, I would say I learned that to be the wrong thing in my case Mm because I'm pretty sure when I have kids, I'm not going to make them feel like they don't have a say or they can't say anything. Mm -hmm. You know, they're too scared to say anything or do anything they want to do. You Mm -hmm. get me? Like, when I have kids and they want to do something that's very good, I'm going to even encourage them to do it. Because I remember back when I first, like two years later, I came to America. I was like, Daddy, I want to be on TV. <laughs> I said, I want to be on TV. But then I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll get you on TV, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that 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 didn't happen. You know, because I was watching a lot of Disney. And I was like, I want to be a Disney movie, you know. <laughs> fucking i don't know i guess in my case 15 year old is still a young kid yeah. you know it's maybe until you're 18 and 20 and then you're like okay you kind of have a sense of who you are and what you want to do maybe because in my case i didn't really know what the fuck i wanted to do until my third year in college <laughs> you know and that all came from my dad being like yeah you're gonna go into college be a doctor <laughs> it's like yeah i'm like no i'm, I'm not being a doctor sorry you yeah. know yeah you know I, I struggle with that even now i
1: I don't think I specifically know what I want to do uh, because there's just so many things that I, that I was supposed to have learned growing up you know um you know different skills that should have been fostered or just helped that should have you know be encouraged by the people that were raising me but were never encouraged because the only thing that they wanted me to do was to go fetch water or to cook and sorry to change a diaper or whatever it is (laughs) that they wanted me to do um you know it wasn't about um helping my cognitive skills or helping my sensory skills develop it wasn't anything about that it was just a housemaid, and this is what we want you to do. So do it. Yeah. And that was it. So like when I got here and I was thirteen, and my parents were like, "Oh, what do you want to do when you grow up?" And, like that was the first time anybody had ever asked Actually, me yeah. what I wanted to do. I was like, "What do you like? What I don't does know. that mean?" <laughs> yeah, That concept was so weird because like it was just a random family night, and like all of my <laughs> brothers were just like, "Oh, I think I want to be a doctor or I want to be a <game> <laughs> all that stuff." my. I guess I'll be a doctor. I don't know, because <laughs> everybody was saying it. So I was like, okay, I'll do that too. Like, <laughs> and at that time we were going to a science high school. So I was like, it's only fitting that I, you know, go to do a, a doctor. Yeah, like a, you know, and I was doing well in all my classes. So um, I thought this is just gonna work out great. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and even then, like, being going to that science school that my parents enrolled us in, it wasn't, like, a choice. It mm-hmm. was more of like, okay, we kind of already think that we want you to be a doctor, so we're just going to put you into this school that is just focused only on science and, you know, further your way and go to medical school. Because mm-hmm. there was no sports. There was... It was a little private school in Grand Prairie, Texas, and... I was just like, I can't play sport. You know, I, I wasn't even thinking about, oh, I need to um explore. Yeah. Like, I need more different experiences. Because now I've been put into, like, this selective school that only does one thing. And that was it. Damn. And yeah, it was with a whole bunch of smart kids. And I was like, I mean, I was smart too, but, yeah. like, I wasn't brilliant.
0: No, not, I'm, I am wouldn't say you're not brilliant, because I do think you're brilliant. Well, no, but I wasn't, I met for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I was, I mean, I was always top three, but it wasn't, like, Oh yeah, like I'm passionate about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, 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 uh, being a sophomore I was like you know I don't want to do this uh-huh. like I I can't play soccer I, it's not even about soccer I just want to do something else uh-huh. so I told my parents and they're like okay fine we'll put you in a public school and you uh-huh. see what's really out there mm-hmm. and you know I learned so many things from public school um, I learned about Avid I learned about the debate club uh-huh. because there's just more experience more things to experience yeah. I, I learned about emo kids you know <laughs> <laughs> it's public school <laughs> But, you know, that's, I think, the first time I ever, like, told my parents I wanted something. Mm -hmm. And honestly, they didn't do it because, like, they thought you know, because I said I wanted yeah. to go they only did it because it was convenient for them. Maybe it was even
0: cheaper. I mean yeah.
1: <laughs> the school we were going to before didn't have a school bus, so like our parents had to drop us off every day and oh, pick us up. So they're nice. like, you know what? Yeah, sure, you can go to public school.
0: It's convenient. Yeah, it's
1: convenient <laughs> for us. So it's not because like, yeah, you're so like you we value we value your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll send you to public school. But you know, I, I accepted. I was like, okay, I'll go to a public school. Um and then I still wasn't thinking about what I was gonna do later on like as a career or anything and even when I applied to college I only applied to one school which was tech Tech. because my brother was already here on a football (laughs) scholarship Like didn't even like help me because they don't know the process either. Because none of them ever been to undergrad here. Yeah. So it's like I just did it because like you know I don't know he's here so I guess I'll do it too. Joining. Yeah, I'll join in here and like you know I didn't know anything about scholarships. I didn't know anything about like you know grants nothing. Well, wow. like, I had to figure everything out myself. And plus my brother is here, but like the financial aid office takes care of everything for him, so he doesn't know you know how that works wow yeah because they take care of the athletes like they don't oh, that's true. they don't know <laughs> that's true. how scholarship or whatever works so i had to figure it out and you know if i don't figure it out they would be my parents would be mad that yeah. i didn't so i think i just had to like grow up really early yeah um for sure but
0: I feel that. Mm -hmm. And speaking of the whole science thingy, I remember my brother when he was still in high school, he was doing great in biology, you know? And my dad was like, yes, he loves biology because it's, Cause he was doing great in it. Mm-hmm. He's gonna study biology and first year in college, well, first semester in college. My dad enrolled him into all biology classes. Yeah, that that didn't work out at all. Yeah, it's
1: different than from high school and college.
0: Yeah, and right now is he ended up you know switching major to like business and administration. Mm-hmm. He's doing great. He loves the classes. Yeah, there was a time I called him this semester. And I was like, Hey, you want to see my grades? I'm gonna flex it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, well, I didn't let him flex it because I I could care less, but. <laughs> Well, I care. It's my brother. But my point is, you know, it's just this African parents mentality. It's like, if you can't be a doctor, you're probably a failure. And not only that, it's like, okay, so there was a day I watched a little um, stand up comedy. This guy who's Chinese, he did a whole stand up comedy on the TV. And he was like, yeah, Chinese parents, they want you to be a doctor. But then when they they's... Go. Yeah, exactly then <laughs> they sick, they never go to the doctor. They don't even know what doctors do. They just know it's a prestige, you know? Mm-hmm. So that even hearing him say that, that's exactly what happens within the African like, especially Nigerian parents, they want you to be a doctor, but it's just like the stable job.
1: It's what they know. Like, I've like you know, if you're an artist in Nigeria, it's mm-hmm. like, what, th- what are you doing? How do you make money? It's not stable. So <laughs> you'll have money this month, but not next month? Like, no. Like, they don't want that for their kids. They That's want a stable true. job. And the only, like, prestigious, stable thing that they can think of is if you're a doctor, at least you can treat people because there will always be sick people. Yeah. So you can treat people and you'll make money. But
0: they never think about the loans you had to take out to go to school. Oh, but the, it will pay itself back. That's the thing. <laughs> it will. Be- no, it will because it is true. <laughs> if, you, if
1: you go to medical school, uh-huh. and like, you get a job as a doctor doctor. obviously you're going to get a job as a doctor if you're good and smart at it so you'll eventually pay your loans back it's like a job that has a return on you know investments and stuff so like it's true and you know being an engineer is true as well because you know you'll make money back and also being an attorney a a lawyer you'll make the money back no matter how expensive the schooling was so you know it makes sense it's just it's it's a safer option for them
0: i think my dad has kind of Slowed down a bit about the doctor idea because mm-hmm. in Laredo there's like two doctors that he knows that are Nigerians, mm-hmm. and I guess they're close together to the point that they tell my dad that they're still in debt and they're like in their 50s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
1: expensive. Medical school is at least two hundred thousand dollars. Um, and that's th- like the least two hundred. I thought it was five hundred thousand. Uh, that's what I'm saying. don't <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I'm sure it goes up, but like the least I've known somebody to owe for medical school is like two hundred thousand dollars. So I'm just like, if you're gonna do it, you better know you wanted to do it. Exactly. Yeah, cause you know I came into tech and I was like, you know, I don't think that medical school thing is a thing for me because uh-huh. I just don't like bone. I don't like seeing bone crack. I don't a like yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't. Care about blood, but like bones, something about bones just like gets to you. Yeah, like, I don't like when people like cracks their knuckles, cause like I just don't. Love, I don't like it. It's, like, I feel the, <laughs> like, the I get goosebumps. So, I don't like that. So, I'm just like, okay, well, I'm sure at some point I'm going to have to be seeing bones and stuff, but uh-huh. I don't want to. So, I was like, I'm not going to do that. And my parents were like, you know what? You should just be an engineer then. um, Because my brother was a petroleum engineer. engineer major. I was like, mm, sure. Okay. Uh, I mean, because I never like thought about what I'm good at and yeah. what I would be able to do. Yeah. Because I just never thought about it and nobody ever, like, engaged me in that conversation of, oh, okay, we've seen your skills and this is what we think your skills are and this mm-hmm. is what you should or could do. Yeah. Nobody told me that. It was just more of, like, you should do this because we told you to. Yeah. And it's not like I can challenge them. Because they are parents. You know, I mean, American kids will probably be able to challenge them because that's how they've, they've, you know, been thought to do like yeah. challenge the system question it um don't just say yes which is great but for us it's like no you have to say yes <laughs> yeah, you, you have, have no to. choice that's the culture that's you know the african way that's the nigerian way at least so it's like okay i guess i'll be an engineer <laughs> and then i started taking count two and i was like <laughs> uh, no hold up like no because uh, i made a b in called one uh-huh. i was like okay maybe i'll I make a b c- the <laughs> And then I got a Cal 2. That was the hardest, cow, bro. And they told me that I only get, like, Cal 2 is harder than call 1. Uh-huh. I was like, I mean, it only made sense. But then they were like, oh, Cal 3 is easier, though. I was like, there's a 3? Yeah. Oh. I was like, you know what? I don't think I can do this. So, like, I just never studied. So, I failed Cal 2.
0: Damn. Yeah, I
1: failed Cal 2. And I wasn't even thinking that it was a big deal. Like, I just failed a college course. And I was like... I guess I failed. Yeah. Like I don't like freak out on anything at all. And that concerns my parents. Oh yeah, because like when thing when bad things happen, you know, like I'm like, okay, you should try to fix this and yeah. like you know, I don't do that. I'm just like all right, let's think about how, how to move yes. on. Yes, and I'm also like, what? No, <laughs> <laughs> let's dwell on this. Let's dwell and fix this. And I'm like, no. See, that already happened. Like, yeah, you, you know, you know, we you, can't change it. it's like, it's like, why do we care more about your life than you do? I'm like, it's my life. I care about it. Yeah, I just don't care in the way that they wanted me to. So it was very concerning for them to be like, you just failed cow too, and then I failed chemistry as well. <laughs> 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 no idea of what was going on in chemistry every time i passed (laughs) by the chemistry building i'm just like ugh, (laughs) terrible experience with this building damn yeah i failed chemistry i failed cal two, and then i also failed my introduction to engineering analysis class because like i have an excuse for this but it's not a good one yeah like my professor was indian and i I could not make out anything he was saying and i was just like you know i think i'm gonna fail this so my gpa basically was a 1.9 wow
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and and then the university
0: I thought I I did worse but (laughs) keep going (laughs) please keep going I literally I literally was thinking you did better and then they probably took you out of Texas Tech but keep going no the university was like yo like do you want to switch
1: majors or what (laughs) like I mean you want to retake the class I was like "Mm, I don't know but sure I will but my parents was like heck not you're not we're taking you (laughs) out (laughs) you're already in (laughs) debt you're barely got. (laughs) 1.9 I was like because it might have I didn't understand the concept of a GPA because I mean I had it in high school but like
0: no one really nobody said yeah
1: you know I mean I had a 3.9 but like it's high school yeah now that I think about it but like you know nobody said you know this is GPA I thought it was just a thing that would end in, like that first semester, that semester? First year, yeah. God, like, start up first. I didn't know it built up on each other. Like you have to like keep building it up and raise. I didn't know that. So like my parents were like, Nah, you're not ready for school, for college. Oh, <laughs> you need to come back home. Or you so know, they pulled you the first semester. No, the first year because oh, they're like, Okay, well, no, they actually wanted me to keep going. Like okay, in engineering. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, they're like, You can do it. Like just focus. And I'm like, I don't think so. I don't want like, to. I don't think so like I don't know, man. They're like, no, like remember your cousin now, Daniel? He's doing it. We tried, like, his parents trying to bring him back home, and he said he would focus and he would do it. And I'm like, yes, ah, because he wants Daniel to. Daniel is different. Yeah. See me? I don't know. They're like, okay, if you don't do it, you have to come home. I'm like, I think I'm coming home. Oh. <laughs> so I packed my stuff from home now, and I was like, brother, let's go home. I don't think I'll do this. So we went home, and my parents were like, what now? I was like, I don't know. But, like, that's probably the first moment in my life where, like, we all stop now as a family. And yeah. started to, like, talk about what strength you, and weaknesses. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's like, okay. Latte, what are you good at? Years
0: later. <laughs> yes.
1: I was a, basically a sophomore in college. So like, what are you good at? And I'm like, I, I like to talk. <laughs> They're like, how's that gonna end? You money? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a sportscaster or yeah, something. I was like, okay, you like to talk? How about you do communication? Uh, I'm like, okay, I'll do it. He's like, okay, but you have to do it as a stepping stone to go to law school. As I. Was like, Oh. Okay, I'll sure. see when I get there.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> so wow. that's how I got
1: into communication. And I- With your
0: dad's recommendation. Yeah. Funny thing, the thing is, in my case, my dad literally thought he was the one who brought me into IT. Oh,
1: really? Like, he
0: literally firmly believes that. <laughs> like, if I did not like IT, I wouldn't stay in it. You get me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I did not just drop chemical engineering and go straight into it i tried industrial engineering i tried many other majors before i was like you know let's try it you know because mm-hmm. it's like i brought i showed you it you know mm-hmm. remember when i took it to osu we went to the it i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> no because my dad was like okay
1: so you say you have to like to talk and i've seen that you like to write and mm-hmm. uh, what's a major that does that thing and she so, said, so do research. So I did research. And I was like, well, communication is a major that does that thing. It's like, okay. So you talk, you write. Uh-huh. Communication, okay, do it. <laughs> <laughs> you were probably exploring at that
0: moment. Yeah, of
1: course. I was. Oh, man, that was like one of the most hardest moments of my life. Where like, because my parents were like, yeah, disgraced. The family. You have come home. Everybody know you're in tech, but not everybody know you're at home. It's just... Like every kid, nice. really yeah. <laughs> every kid that is brought from Nigeria is smart. Are we really talking about African parents? Yeah. Every kid that is brought from Nigeria is smart. they in Harvard. What are you doing here? You, you, you made it to Texas Tech, a fairly good university, and now you're back home in your parents' house. Wow. And now you'll be going to UTA. <laughs> you're "You're in debt you're gonna do that's going to ruin your life (laughs) and like i was scared Mm because i was like shoot i don't know (laughs) (laughs) like man it was a it was i was highly depressed at that point um it was it was a really bad time for me
0: you know one thing i've always really never liked is the fact that so in high school i did great Mm -hmm. literally got out top you know, five percent literally like was great in high school. You know, mm-hmm. then I started college in Laredo where my dad forced me to stay. I did that for two years. Did great. My GPA was great. No complaint. My first year in Texas, like where I failed one semester, every good thing I did went down the drain because that's how it, it works. In African parents, you cannot fail. You <laughs> you have to be successful every turn in life. That's one thing they need to actually understand in Nigeria and every any African culture. It's like. You need to understand we're humans. We're going to fail at something Mm -hmm. at some point. You know, give us the chance to fail and give us the chance to, of course, succeed and learn from our failure. But no, you're never given the chance to learn from that. Mm -hmm. You have to pass. You have to do great. And I say that because that semester, I literally only failed two classes. Literally just two Ds. And even a tag. Ds is almost even passing. But whatever. I guess my GPA was really bad. And Mm -hmm. my dad was freaking out because I got a Mm 2.4. Like, dude, come down. Like, it's not the end of the world, you know? And it was like, yeah, like that, that, that was a Christmas holiday. I'm like, I had a horrible Christmas holiday. And then that same Christmas holiday, there was this girl who was my cousin who came from Nigeria that same day. Mm-hmm. That day, she knew everything about my life because I failed a class. Mm. Literally. Oh, like, yeah. Go ahead. Everybody that I don't
1: even think are related to us knew my story <laughs> at that point. Like, <laughs> your dad, everybody. Every, like, everybody will be calling me, talking to me, encouraging me. Are Jesus, you serious? Uh, your dad is so nosy. <laughs> He'll be calling, I'm to do this. Alma, have to do it. I mean, it's ah, just Jesus, it. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Like, <laughs> uncles and aunties from all corners of the world. Literally uh, calling you. Uh, my God, it was it was terrible, and then my dad too, and then my mom will come after that. My mom will come every night. I mean, you picked up the call. That's the difference between. No, me it's and not you. my phone. I don't like. it was oh. calling them, and they'll you know, put me on the line to oh. come talk to them. He wants to talk to Amaladee, yeah, because like everybody asks Amaladee doing, like, She not doing well. This and this and that. So let me talk to her. Every ah my like, Jesus, <laughs> until I like, graduated college, that
0: continued.
1: Because are was you serious? because yeah, I was living at home. It was oh my gosh. My undergrad was terrible, man. That's why I had to leave. Up to the, up to this
0: very day, I feel like me and my sister were always proud. We talked you out of leaving your house. I'm pretty sure other people did. You didn't but, talk me out of leaving my house. <laughs> but we, we really, we really do feel like we we like. It feels like we had an impact, but it doesn't really matter because it, it's your decision yeah. at the end of the day. You get yeah. me? I mean, I
1: I knew I needed to leave, but then I also knew that I just didn't want to leave just because I didn't. Like what was being said to me, or mm-hmm. how I was being treated, or because I just didn't like, you know, that they said this, or that my business, everybody knows. Yeah, I just didn't want to leave because of that. I have to have a purpose to leave because I know at the end of the day, yeah, people will be like, so what did you do with your life? Because <laughs> it's not be like it's not gonna be what did your parents do, do you to do? Yeah, or what did your parents do to you? I understood that it's my life, and at the end of the day. Um, the blame or the success will, you know, will always be on, be on me and not on them. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I know I'm not happy where I'm at right now, but also what's going to guarantee my happiness if I left? Yeah. Would it be worse or would it be better? I don't know. Um, But I needed to know where I was going. I couldn't just leave. Many times my friends would be like, Ann, just come live with me. i <laughs> <laughs> Sam. Just come live with me and just move out. Like, You don't have to like listen to that crab, you don't have to take the abuse or whatever it is that you want to call it you don't want to do that and i'm just like yeah i don't have to but i just don't feel that it's the right time for me to leave um because what well, good w- would it come like i feel like my relationship with my parents would have just died oh. and nothing like i would be just just there would be no relationship because i feel like I would have been doing it out of anger and I didn't want to do anything out of anger. I never wanted to do anything out of anger. So I was just like, if I'm going to leave, it's going to be peacefully. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be because I've talked to you about it, whether you agree to it or not. But you know that I'm leaving uh, and I've given you notice of it. Because um, I-, I love my parents and yeah. I don't ever want to like disrespect them or, um, you know, do anything that um, is not respectful to, to them, them as my parents. Okay. So that's why. I- even though they never respected me um, as their child, I still needed to respect them. Because, you know, me being a Christian and, like, me knowing, not because my parents wanted me to be a Christian or anything like that, me knowing my faith, I knew that I had to respect them and also that they were supposed to respect me. But, you know, that's not a thing that we're going to get anytime soon. So That's
0: something I kind of, a little bit, I envy you on there, the fact that you're able to take what they've, Done to you like what you've learned from them and take it in a peaceful and you see it in a very bright way you get me in my case it's not like I don't see it in a bright way it's just I don't want to deal with that you get me Mm -hmm. I don't want to be around that and I've noticed something about that especially with my dad it's like when I'm not home Mm. he makes me feel like I'm like a good adult like i'm grown up i'm Mm. this i'm good i'm that but when i'm at home (laughs) in person Mm -hmm. (laughs) you literally be like you're irresponsible blah blah i'm like wow Mm -hmm. didn't you say i was responsible like a month ago when i wasn't here you get me like Mm -hmm. it's just the thing is i feel like staying away from them they get to understand and you know learn to love you Mm -hmm. when you're far away Mm -hmm. you know they want to love you because you're far away and they want you closer but then Personally, I I don't want to deal with that. You get me? There's just always something about the way that they
1: view life that always wants them to fix you. They always want to fix you, especially when they see what you're doing and they don't think it's good enough. They want to fix it. They want you. At the the root of everything, they really just want the best for you. But, you know, wanting the best for somebody, if that person doesn't want it or they don't see it yet, is detrimental. (laughs) If you're just trying to force it on them. Exactly. Because it's like yo, I'm not ready for it. Like let me see about myself. Let yeah. me fail and let me figure it out. Yeah. But they don't want you to fail because they know it's gonna hurt. And so they want you they want to help you and they wanna do this and in the process because you're not listening. Yeah. They're like and Those, you're not listening. It's frustrating. Yeah, to them. and they're frustrated, and they start saying all these curse words, and they start saying this insulting, this and that, you. insulting you, degrading you. And you're like, "Are you really trying to help me?" <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, this is your way of helping me. If it is, I don't need it. I don't, I don't want, want it. it. Yeah. So that's you know how it leads. But to me, I don't know. I don't know why I have like that mindset. But I'm just like, okay, I see it. I really see it. But. I don't appreciate that you're trying to do that for me right now. Um, I mean, I, when I talk to my parents, I mean, I don't talk to my parents about, like, my feelings or anything like that. Yeah, same. Yeah, but, like, when they talk, I hear them, and I'm like, okay, so that's what you're saying. Okay, 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 I see what you're saying, <laughs> and I understand what you're saying. Um, But, you know, I'm just like, okay, okay. But I just pick my battles you know, there are some things where I know I'm doing this mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what you say. I'm yeah. going to do it. Exactly. And, you know, we fight. But one thing I just never do is just like, I never try to, I never disrespect them. That's my thing. Like one time we had a fight and it was about me moving to Lubbock and they didn't want me to move <laughs> to Lubbock because I didn't think I would be able to survive by, by myself. Yourself. And I didn't have the money and tech is not paying me enough. To move out. And I was just moving to Lubbock. Like, why would I move to a countryside? Whatever. <laughs> you know, they had all these things. Yeah. I was she just, go get married. What? <laughs> they were saying all these things. And I'm like... <laughs> Why? Why would I get married when I Without have nothing? You. Like, I, like we'd have nothing. Like, I don't have a job. Like, why would I get married? Like, I'm not gonna be somebody's slave. I'm. I'm not doing that.
0: They think you like we're just gonna leave home and become wayward yeah, and like, do some. It's like, is, is that how you raise
1: me? It's so. It's very confusing. <laughs> and I told them I was like, I'm leaving anyway, and like we had a big fight. And my parents were crazy. And they're like, okay, well, you have to write this memo saying that you're leaving and that you're not going to help our health and blah, blah, oh blah, Oh, my blah. goodness. And I was like, okay, I'll write your memo. Uh-huh. And I went to my room and I was like, why do I have to write a memo again? <laughs> <laughs> I, I went back to them and I was like, I'm not writing the memo because I just don't feel it's right for me to do it. Yeah. Like, what are you going to use the memo for anyway? You know how hold it over st- my head? It's so diabolical. And it's like, they're like, oh. You think we're going to use it as a blackmail and this and this Eventually. and that? Eventually! Until I see your, your mind is devil. Your mind is evil. You're you are an evil person. Like. The spirit of God is not living in you. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you're like, Christian. I'm like Jesus. Wow, you already blackmailing me right now. I haven't <laughs> even written the memo yet. <laughs> but I was like, I'm doing. it I'm leaving anyway. and it's like, school starts August seventeenth. I'm leaving. They're like, no, you're not. Like, even if you do, we'll say it's you that did it by yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So you know, we had. It was a big fight, and I left their room. I was angry. So when I get angry, I cry. So I was crying. Oh. And my dad was like, look at those crocodiles' tears. Are you serious? Oh, it was terrible. And I left. I went to my room. I went to my...
0: <laughs> they don't even believe it's real tears?
1: <laughs> I went to my closet and I closed my room. I was like, oh, Jesus. Nobody understand me in this house. Oh. <laughs> and then my dad, because he's angry too, he comes out of his room. He's like, how ah, did she leave? No. <laughs> he thought I he ran said- away from home. <laughs> <laughs> did she leave and my mom did was coming leave? i could hear her and they opened my door they didn't see me in my room because i was in my closet uh-huh so, uh, she left and my mother i, I can't see here i can't <laughs> see. oh my god and then they came to my closet and then open this closet door so i'm not opening it leave me alone oh. <laughs> it was a terrible time <laughs> that was that's very yeah. sad but they expected me to leave like they always expect the worst at least for my parents they expect the worst of me or like of their kids like they will be like my my brother one time. He was hanging out at school uh-huh. with like some of his football friends. And uh my parent my dad came to pick him up after practice and then my dad was like, Why are you hanging out with those people? Are uh, you doing drugs? What and the Yes! They always just expect the worst of me of us. I don't know why. But they're just so scared that we're gonna get into terror with things that it's like they're like self-proclaiming that we do that thing just to prove them right. That's oh, how it feels. Wow. Yeah, it's really bad, but I think it's, it, it comes from their own insecurities and from that, their own, um I don't know, unfulfilled life, I guess.
0: Speaking of their insecurity, like they want to feel right, mm-hmm. that's what my dad felt when I failed my first semester here at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. He was like... I know you were in school just playing, saying, Oh my god, my dad is not here to watch me. Like who has time to be thinking about my dad is not here to watch... like what? Like just because I failed doesn't mean I did not work hard. I actually worked hard for those grades and mm-hmm. even if I failed I guess I'm just not, I just don't want to study this. I don't mm-hmm. want to do this. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like I was out here playing, partying every day. Like, because yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, she partied every day. My dad is not there to watch me. So she sleeps every day. <laughs> like, I understand I love my sleep. I love sleeping. You even know that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm stupid enough to sleep and leave my class behind and leave work behind. That's just not responsible. Mm-hmm. Well, not, I guess scratch that but that's just not what I'm doing you Mm -hmm. get me like don't just come to conclusion because you think I would be doing this and that's exactly what I was doing Mm -hmm.
1: you get me yeah and that's I I always see through it like when they start talking and screaming I see through it and I'm just (laughs) like you have done something in your life that you didn't feel proud of when you were in college and you think i'm doing that and exactly I'm not. and if you think that's what i'm doing you can think that but that's I'm on gonna, you yeah that's on you but i'm gonna tell you what i'm doing and if you don't believe me that's on that's you, on as you well. too <laughs> and it's like and i and that's why they always feel so agitated because they're like how dare you think... How dare you not think the way that I are thinking? I know, right? How dare you not be agitated
0: about the way that we're feeling? How dare you... Like, I swear to God, there was a time <laughs> I went to this place in Houston, this lady's house. This old lady, Grandma, she only speaks Yoruba. She doesn't understand English. Mm-hmm. And she was... I guess my dad was trying to make me speak Yoruba and... You know, they were telling, this old lady was telling me some things. And I genuinely do not understand what she was saying. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that came out of my dad's mouth is she's pretending. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm totally pretending. I don't understand what I actually do not understand. Like, (laughs) that still annoys me that, wow, my dad thought I was pretending. Mm -hmm. Why would I pretend? I mean, you guys are family. What's the point in pretending? Mm -hmm
1: yeah I mean I've had moments where I've questioned whether my parents are really my parents I actually still do think that I'm so sorry I literally you like, look too much like your dad
0: I, I know I, exactly that's the point I'm like I I give so much to not be. I look like his dad too. Like how? I, like it just makes me feel like he am just I a actually darker, your your darker
1: version of him? He's more lighter. That's yeah, the difference.
0: Like God, mm-hmm. seriously. Um, and something about African parents, especially the is If you're if the the parents are talking to you, you can't talk back. Oh yeah, like. I remember doing that when I first came to America, I got slapped like mil- <laughs> like a lot of times. And it wasn't until like two years later that I understood. I was like, Oh, don't, <laughs> don't talk bad. Just listen, let them say what they want to say and go, mm-hmm. you know? But then that became a problem again, because when they're talking, I'm not looking at their face. And then that becomes it's like, you have to look at me. I'm talking to you. And then I another problem. I'm looking at him. You are looking at me bad. <laughs> I've mastered it. Me, eh? uh,
1: my parents can give lectures for four hours. And I'll be on my feet for four hours listening to them. You know? Because they'll start from my older brother. And then Because all four of us, right? They'll start from him. But then the thing is, like, since half of the time they're speaking Yoruba, he doesn't know. what like, He knows, but like, what's the point? Well, yeah. So, like, they'll send him away. And then they won't come to me, or oh, they'll come to the youngest one. Wow. And then they'll speak English. You know? they'll You're the last one, right? Oh, and then they'll go to the other one. And then they'll speak English.
0: Okay, sorry. This is like the second part of the whole thing. We were literally talking and my mom literally called. And yeah, that kind of stopped the whole recording. Okay, back to what we're saying. What were we saying right now? (laughs) Because I forgot. I have a feeling it's about the whole... Oh yeah, you were saying like your parents were talking to you. Like you're the last one that they would talk to. Oh yeah, and like
1: they'll get to me. And then at that time it's been like three hours. And then then they'll start on me. They'll start from English. And then they'll move to Yoruba. And then the volume goes (sighs) up. Jesus. But like the thing I do is like I've mastered it. I stare at them. But, like, I'm not really staring at them. Like, I see double of them. So, like, I see... I'm not really looking at the real one. I'm looking at, like, the second one. So, it looks like... So, my my eyes are always moving. So, it yeah. looks like I'm staring at them, but I'm not really staring at them. Oh. And my face is always composed because uh-huh. I'm not thinking about what they're saying because I'm zoned out. Yeah. But I'm thinking about something else. <laughs> something else. I'm thinking about, oh, man. So, tomorrow I have this homework. Yeah. And this homework needs to be done. And they're like well, do, do you understand what I say? And then I'll come back. Yes. yes. like, what was the last thing I said? Like, Something about this. Like, yeah. I see, you still don't understand. You know, fact, I'm like, Jesus, I understand. Save me. And then my dad is done, right? Huh? And then my mom starts. Oh, and I'm like, God. I'm like, do you want to say this on another day? Uh, it gets worse. My mom is like, this days. my mom is like, okay, bloody, do you want to sit? I'm like, no, I'm not sitting down. Like, eh? If I sit, this will go on for 10 hours. Honestly. No, I'm not sitting. Uh, and I'm I'll be stamping my feet like this I'm like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. don't just just sit down i'm like no i'm not sitting on uh, i have to give you respect you're yes talking to me yes no i'm not because si- if i sit ah uh, it'll keep going ages honestly ages. bro yeah honestly that's what i do man
0: but yeah it's not a great idea to talk back to nigerian african parents because you're getting slapped like unsolicited and slapped. <laughs> I remember one time my dad slapped
1: me. It was in the morning. I don't know what I did, but we, we were about to go catch the bus mm-hmm. for, for school. I was in high school. And he slapped me that morning. Oh. And, like, you could see his, like, palm marks on my face. Are you serious? Yes. And my mom was so scared because she's like, you can't send her to school like that, like they'll call CPS. Yeah, <laughs> And then my dad was like, well, oh, it's not that much. You just send them to school anyway. And I was like, I'm not staying home. I'm going to school. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to school. So I went to school, but they were scared. Like, they kept calling me throughout the day. Has anything happened? I'm like, I didn't even respond. I
0: was just like... Why did they slap you? Yeah. They were going to freak out. Yeah.
1: But I'm just like, my dad, because when he gets angry, he doesn't see anything. He goes red. He goes red. And he just does whatever. And I'm just like, this is... Quite not right. (laughs) I don't like that. And I don't like being hit. Like, even when I was in school, I didn't go to boarding school. But, like, when I was in school, I was never, I never did anything that made the teachers whoop me. I never got whooped. Because I was, I'm telling you, I follow, I love rules. I follow the rules. I do everything by the book. I'm always on time. I cut my nails. My hair is nicely Clean. clean. And my socks are white. Like, I do everything by the book. So, like, the only time I got whooped was because, like, I was late. Cause I was dropping my cousin off at school and he just he's a baby. It's like Uh-oh. you know, it took a while. And that's the only time I remember getting worked at school. And I was a class prefect, so I was in charge of everybody else. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just didn't want to be in a position where, you know, other people will write, write my name. You don't know, have to yeah. you have to write your name down. Yeah. You know, just make us name, list. down, give it to your teacher you know, <laughs> you know, the Oh my and like, goodness. I, I was like, I'm going to be the person writing names, names like
0: Telling on people. Mm,
1: I don't like getting worked. So like, you know, even like my aunties she would, like, beat me for something. Because, cause, like, my auntie never gave me meat whenever I ate. When Are I was, you serious? Like, yeah, yeah I, I told you. I am I was basically, like, a slave to them. And one time, I got angry. I was like, you know what? And she was frying goat meat that day. I was like, you know what? No, it was chicken, chicken. I remember. It was bony chicken. I, saw chicken. I saw the chicken. I was like, you know what? I'm going to steal this chicken. And eat it. And eat it. Mm-hmm. And buy by the time you see it, it will be gone. <laughs> <laughs> I was angry. So I took one of the chicken, and then as soon as I took it, I heard her coming. I was so scared. Oh. So I put it, it in my pants. Oh, no, in my skirt. was it hot? I never wore, no, it wasn't hot, but I never wore pants in Nigeria because we went to in the fire. And so we, <laughs> I only wore skirts. So I, I put it in my panties, and I was like, trying to walk out, and then she stopped me. I think I took the, the meat that she knew was there. Yeah. She's like, she was moist. Like, it's chicken to me like, no, I didn't take the chicken. Like, it's like, eh, now you're lying. Now right? you're... Eh, before it was witchcraft. I mean, still witchcraft, but now no. they are teaching you to I'll... lie too. Ah, they so, say, wow. Yeah, and then she, like, stripped me. And she, she, found she found the chicken. I can't believe they never served you any type of protein. No, no that's how I was so skinny. It's the picture. But, like, she's stripping of everything. And then she put, she, she was author- You know I was. That picture I just showed this skinny tiny girl. This big woman was on top of me, slapping me. I wow. was like, My life is over. And I was like, I'm going back to the village. I'm not doing this nonsense anymore. It's like I-, I moved to Lagos when I was six. Before huh? then I was living with my grandmother oh. in the village, um in Jeba. So um Ofa. But that's where I was. And then all of a sudden I found myself in Lagos. I was just like, this is terrible i want to go back <laughs> i and, want to go and be with grandma oh, man man it was like my friends were trees i was talking to trees and that, that was one of the reason why they thought i was crazy because like, i i w- because like i'm the kind of person like when things happen to me i have to talk it out yeah like, i have to talk it out because i mean i never knew that that's what i was doing like i was oh. so soothing back then oh. but thinking about it now that's what i was doing because it's like i think i would have gone crazy if you didn't talk it i would have gone crazy because i was just like I don't need you to like console me I need to console myself that's what I figured out cause like I'm not going to get it from this African uncles and aunties yeah. I'm not going to get it from my parents cause they don't get it they don't understand it yeah who am I gonna get it from it was just me and God <laughs> it was just <laughs> me and God and I and like I just felt like I needed to talk to all these banana trees, oh. trees. and I needed to have control I needed control of myself yeah. so I'll be like I'll, I'll have my imagination is like I was their teacher so oh. I'll get the king you're
0: teaching them you're teaching I the teaching trees them.
1: I'll be beating the trees like I'm taking my anger out on you tree like oh. that that was me Like I at was, least
0: you grew up
1: faster than you
0: could ever I've thought
1: yeah I had to and I had to take care of myself I had to
0: take care of your mental health I had to
1: I mean I didn't know that that was what I was doing back then but I've had so many revelations like now here thinking back and being like man that's what I was doing yeah I was literally my own therapist yeah (laughs) and so that's why nothing anybody does now even my parents ever like phases me to the point where I'm like having a mental breakdown mm. like uh, it's much more comfortable for me when I'm having a hard time to be by myself than it is for me to go to somebody and tell them oh yeah I'm just I'm overwhelmed yeah. I never say that I mean after I've gone through that process of getting through it by myself then I'll tell people oh yeah I had a hard time like last week and so I you figured know, it out yeah and you know oh. now I'll tell people but you know they'll be like why didn't you call us I'm just like it's just like there's nothing you could have said that, that would have me. that would have helped me, yeah. um, like calm or like that would have somehow helped me be well. It was just me. I needed time to just think about things and by myself, be by myself. So you know, I tell my friends all of that so like they know. But you know, it's just when you live in you know a, a time and with people, um, like our parents that. You know, they are not allowed either to express their own emotions. Yeah. And it eats them up and they needed an outlet. So they we take are it out on the easy targets. Kids. Yeah, we're the easy target, and they just put it on us. And it's unfair, but that's what happened. And we can't change that. Yeah. So we just have to figure out a way to, you know, fix ourselves.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I've learned so far. It's like when my dad is nice on a regular random day, I'm surprised. I'm like, what is going on? Did he wake up on the right side of the bed? Mm -hmm. You know? And this time when I went home this past holiday, my Mm -hmm. dad was really nice. Even laughing around with me and my sister. I was uncomfortable with that. Mm -hmm. I literally was. But I guess I was laughing along, but I was very uncomfortable because I'm like, this is a guy that never jokes around with his kids. Mm -hmm. Like, my dad has literally told me once, I am not your friend. Mm -hmm. You get me? Like, why would I want to sit down ha ha laughing around like mm-hmm. you know so I was very uncomfortable with this Christmas holiday but I, I I guess I was surprised and mm-hmm. I guess I was living it up you know taking advantage of it you know Yeah
1: yeah yeah I mean I cuz I've lived with my parents for so long and I just know how they operate. And I know. I've observed them. I know how. Like what triggers them. And. <laughs> what changes their moods. And That's all That's the thing.
0: Things. You. You learned to know that. Mm-hmm. What triggered them. In mm-hmm. my case. I didn't bother to learn what triggers my I parents. Know. It's just. I did what I wanted to do. And what I wanted to do. And it triggered them whatever you know good bad whatever i was the opposite
1: i because i i don't want to upset people so in a sense i'm a sort of a people pleaser Mm. um and not not that it's something I wanted to do to my detriment or to where I was being hindered it was more of just I just wanted to get to know people yeah and for me to know people I just had to know how they operate and how they worked because that's how I am going to operate um so if you're a hot tempered person then I know my my persona to you was going to be a cool tempered person yeah Um, and that's how I function um and I don't do anything that doesn't bring me happiness trust me if if i feel that i really cannot cope (laughs) i would leave (laughs) Leave. yeah but it's just i'm just like oh okay so when people say this somehow you get flared up about it uh or when people do this it triggers you to where you're like uh you know you know, you're touching on something so sensitive. Why would you say that? Mm -hmm. Even like when I listen to my dad on the phone with like your dad and like all of his other friends and I'm just like, oh, okay. So like that triggers him when he says that or when he does that, he makes him not trust him. Mm. Um, So I notice all of those things and I pick up on those cues and I'm just like, "Mm, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, you know, it's very awkward because I've never, I don't ever sit with my dad and have conversations of like personal stuff. Yeah. yeah, It's a bad idea. (laughs) Bad idea. Yeah, but I, I I try to do it these days after you know living because I live with them i have i have to like get to know them that that was my thing I needed to know I mean at the end of the day I knew they were my parents and they didn't hate me yeah so like whatever it is that they're doing we need us to sort it out that that's was my true. thing and I was just like you know dad so tell me about how you grew up and tell oh. me about you know grandma tell me
0: about this well that's the thing in my case if I do that it's a lecture <laughs> 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 a lecture No, it is a lecture. It's a lecture. Yes, it is. It's like, yes. yeah, we did this, so don't do that.
1: Well, don't yeah. like. Yeah, that's how it always ended. It always ended <laughs> about me, and I knew that. But I was just like, oh my I had to do it. No, for me, I was like, I have to do it to get to know him, because I didn't know. I didn't grow up with him. I was thirteen when I came here. No. So I'm like, okay, I want to get to know this guy. So like, I guess I would just have to listen to the lecture.
0: Mm-hmm. So I did, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and I did the same with my mom. And you know, I, I just, my mom, told me about. This. And she'll tell me, and at the end of the day, so that's why you should not do (laughs) this. And I noticed last week I we did this. So this
0: oh Emma, like, yes, yes. And then sometimes they are unsolicited lecture. Mm-hmm. It's like you didn't ask for this. It's ne- you've never asked
1: for it once. <laughs> <laughs> they just gave it, they will come to you. My mom will come to my room and she'll see me doing walk. She'll be like, Are you busy? I'm like, oh, Yes. Do you care? Yes. <laughs> so you don't care. You just wanted to talk. So I'm just like, No, I'm not busy. And then she talks and, and that's why I want you to do this and this. Aww. And that's why we as your parents and my you know they emotional blackmail you all the time it's so like we are trying everything we moved to this house because of your kids i like, no you moved to this house because you, you wanted, wanted to <laughs> <laughs> and you could afford it that's how you did it honestly <laughs> like, bro so, yeah african parents are you know something but you know this could be like a perfect segue into talking about like the africanness like what makes us african because if we don't have those things that our parents did to us or those experiences and we couldn't be what us. we are. We yeah. couldn't. You know yeah, you know, at the end of the day, you know, God always says that, you know, he doesn't give us things that we couldn't handle. That's true. Um, you know, that's there's a reason why um our African parents did not adopt white kids. Hmm. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you true. know? if the ones that did, I'm sure they're taking good care of them and yeah. like they are able to provide them with the emotional things that they need. But God knew That we (laughs) will be the kids that will be able to handle our parents, um, and that's why he gave us to them to take care of, um, and you know that's why I'm like, okay, well, no matter what you say, dad, and no matter how rude you are, (laughs) I know that I can handle this, and I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to, you know, retaliate by doing something that will hurt me, you know. So you know, some kids they retaliate by you know doing things that will hurt them in the process, and. I see a lot of those kids around, like yeah. my cousins, and mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, I don't want to turn out like Bobby. Yeah, I don't so. want to
0: become retaliate, like I no. don't want to retaliate. No. I, my my own thing is just to stay away. Yeah. That's the yeah. way I get my peace, yeah. to be honest. Yeah,
1: definitely. I don't, I, and I don't want to hurt my parents either, because they already have enough hurt in them. That's <laughs> true. And that's why it's coming on me. So if I'm adding to that hurt, I'm the one that's going to be suffering, and my exactly. brother is not going to be the one that's suffering. And those kids, like my brothers, I don't want them to suffer. Yeah. Like, i'm happy they don't understand the language you're about the younger ones because i don't want them to hear or understand and know what my parents say yeah because it's just not good for them Cause yeah, that's the true because like my brothers still come to me and be like you know I, I i didn't know what Dad was saying or what mom was saying but like i could feel that what it, they wasn't were nice. it wasn't good and you know and i'm like yeah it wasn't and i don't want you to know because they'll ask me what is, oh. what is it what is it what is it I'm like, it's just you know Mean words. Yeah, mean words. And like, it's good that they don't know that stuff. And I'm happy that they don't because I don't want them to know that and affect them because they're American. It's like you're protecting them. Yeah, because they're really American. They, though, are Nigerian, but they've never been to Nigeria. Oh. Yeah. The closest that they have to, they don't have like a whole bunch of Nigerian friends Friends. because we don't even go to a Nigerian church because we're trying to avoid all that drama. And, you know, we don't have a specific close knit. Nigerian family Family. that we... I mean, we have people, but we're not like, you know, they know everything about us kind of thing. No. So it's like, they're Americans. So I didn't want them to have this baggage of you know, African my, my African parents, I mean, they know like the, the old dad and mom will let us go to sleepover. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the worst they have. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, like my brother, you know, he's in college now, he's an adult. So I don't understand why dad keeps telling me what to do. <gasps> like, Paul, you still live in his house. I so, know. So like, you can't, like, what do you need? Like, yeah. like he's like, I, you know, I'm, I'm offended by what dad said and I just can't, I, I don't get it. I'm like, well, you can, that could be your biggest problem. I, yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, that's what makes me African. You know, that's my Africanness. That's my Nigerian ness. It's me having this culture and like these experiences that some so bad that makes me cry many times. Yeah. But at the same time, what makes me me? That's true. Um, so
0: I guess in my case, when it comes to my Africanness, I would say it's all about everything and everyone I've come across. Mm-hmm. To be very honest with you, you know, and that's including anybody, literally. And I'm saying my friends, and I try to keep my Africanness because I say Africanness because I really do value the culture we have. You get me? Like when I say I value it, I value having Nigerian friends. You get me? Mm -hmm. I really do value that. But at the same time, I value having other friends that are not Nigerian. You know, I like keeping my circle very different, very diverse, because I don't just want to learn just the African way. I want to learn different ways. You know, Mm -hmm. that's why I'm also kind of in love with the um, Hispanic culture, the Latino culture, because I lived in Laredo, which is a literal 99%. Latinos mm-hmm. and Latinas you know so that's something that just made me fall in love with that because I was like this is something different this is something cool you know and then the same thing moving on from there to Lubbock I made you know many different race friends you know and that's mm-hmm. great because I'm just learning from all that mm-hmm. and when I say my Africanness, that makes me keep my identity even though I have it at the back of my mind And my dad is out here thinking huh she's not even trying to be African she's trying to be whatever like American I'm like uh, I live in America, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to keep just one side? I don't understand how my parents think. It's like they think I'm just trying to be just white or I'm trying to act... African American. I'm not even sure what that even means to be to be very honest with you, you know. I guess my actions, I guess, you know. But in my case personally, I know I'm keeping my own Africanness because of the people I involve myself or, you know, the people I interact with, the people I hang out with, you know. That's for me to understand. That's for me to, you know, have my identity with, not with what my dad says or whatever he thinks, you know, that's on him, you know, that's mm-hmm. whatever he wants to think, you know. So I guess that's my own say on Africanness. I kind of did want to talk about family ties. And when I say family ties, so a great example. My first year in America, so I guess I was staying with my dad in his apartment when he moved on to the house. Mm -hmm. And there was this lady who came from California. Apparently, she's really close to my dad, the family, actual family. Mm -hmm. She came from California. She came to stay. She and her husband, her husband was chill, you know, very nice, very literally chill. Like he doesn't like trouble this woman, I thought I could put my trust in her. You know, I was 15 years old. Don't, look, I wasn't boarding school, so I did not know mm. that when you tell somebody that's your, you know, your parents' relate, re- relative, they're gonna, you mm. know, tell them, you know. Mm-hmm. I would see that as olofofu, like, that's not Something you were supposed to tell my dad, mm-hmm. but I guess she did because I was out here telling her all these things and I was even crying telling mm-hmm. her. I was you 15 years old. It. Exactly. I wanted to, th- and I felt like she was my mom, not mm-hmm. my mom, but like you get me, like I could a talk figure. to her. Exactly. I mm-hmm. could talk to her. <laughs> I told her all these things, poured my heart out to this lady. And then when me and my dad moved to the new house, I went through hell because my dad heard everything from this lady and it was like, so I treat you this way, blah, blah, blah. And it was just really like, wow, Mm -hmm. I can't even tell you anything, you Mm -hmm. know? Like up to this very day. I'm not even sure I remember this lady's name, but I don't wanna even have anything to do with this lady because I confided in you. Mm -hmm. You get me? Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain. I'm pretty sure you understand. You get me? Like it's like I told you this things and you went ahead to tell my dad like you went ahead to tell the person and then this person makes me now my dad thinks I'm some type of enemy or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, they
1: really for some reason they do think what they're enemies.
0: I know. I'm like <laughs> I I'm just a human being that has feelings and my heart is hurting I just wanted to talk, you know? And that's not even my first encounter with like African people like family and mm-hmm. when I say family ties. Like okay. Another example was one day I went to spend maybe I don't know a month holiday at my uncle's house in Houston. Mm-hmm. And I took my makeup box. I don't know why makeup, wearing makeup is a problem for a 16-year-old, but I guess it is. So I got my makeup box. I was putting on my makeup. My auntie and the grandma in the house were like, oh, my God, you're wearing makeup, blah, blah, blah. This is bad. And their daughter had a makeup box, a whole makeup box with everything. I did not even have most of. You get me? So I was putting my makeup up, but huh and... The next thing, the next day, they call my dad, blah blah blah, and then my dad blew it out of proportion. He's like, "You're trying to influence their kids. They, you, you are trying to make them bad kids. Like, mm. uh, it's just makeup. It's like, yeah, you're painting your face. Is that supposed to be a good thing? A responsible child is supposed to do.
1: <laughs>
0: it's like it's funny enough. He's saying that because he was dating a girlfriend that had a daughter that was like nine year old at the time doing cheerleading, and her face is always painted. According to them, painted, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, so me that I'm a sixteen year old i'm it's a taboo that I'm wearing makeup, and somehow I'm trying to make my cousins bad by wearing makeup, like and that's that also kind of makes me even go back into the fact that my dad genuinely thinks my friends that are African are. Responsible people, especially my sister. Like, I don't know if you've met Monica, like my sister's friend. She's she's normal, she's like, wild, yeah, exactly. Everyone has wild friends, you know. I have white, wild friends, and Monica is wild. I love her, you mm-hmm. know. But my dad is out here thinking she's an angel, <laughs> of course. She's great, like, the girl is very smart. Like, I actually even admire her so much. She's very smart, but she does whatever the hell she wants to do, like, going to parties because I go to parties too. Who doesn't, you know what I mean? So, it's like. Yeah, my dad's like, yeah, that Monica girl, she's very smart. She's an angel, blah, blah, blah. It's like, Michael, you see Monica? She's younger than you. <laughs> she's doing great. And you, you, you are doing bad in school. It's like, why are you comparing us? You know, why is that a thing? You get me? Mm-hmm. It's like, why can't I just be me? Why can't I just learn what to do by myself and then grow from that? You get mm-hmm. me? It's just very, very frustrating. And I've had many situations where it's like, families, and not who you want to actually like when i say families i'm talking like the older ones mm-hmm. you know like the uncles aunts. you don't want to come in them when it comes to, like personal things like mm-hmm. if you're struggling with anything don't bother even telling them because yeah i think for, telling for, for parents.
1: Me, i've never because i've always been like quiet and like i i don't go to others for, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah soothing so i've never had that experience um, I'm sure they've been. I mean, Devin, I told you, like, my uncles and aunties would call me all the time giving me advice. <laughs> yeah, unsolicited and, uh, yeah, and they want me to open up. But I never did. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they probably had a lot of trouble without, you know, going back to my parents, like, she didn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, even like my uncle, uh, he would say, like, they come to my house because he be, was like 10 minutes away from us. Uh uh-huh. And my dad, my dad, and I'll go, and you know, <laughs> it's so weird. I'll go over to his house, and he and his wife would be like, so tell us. What's going on?
0: <laughs> eh, like, eh. I'm There's not phone, new... but let's try. Uh-huh. You want to? You want me to tell you everything? You're I, done. I'm outsmarted. I'm all able. You. <laughs> eh.
1: no, I'm like no. Everything <laughs> is good, though. <laughs> eh, my parents, they
0: good people.
1: Ah! <laughs> 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 You don't understand they're the greatest you don't understand i'm, I'm cool and i wasn't lying like I, I was cool like i had nothing to say yeah i mean i knew what they wanted me to say but i was like i'm good i have no and if i said anything i meant it if i said anything i'm like it's okay for you to tell him yeah. that's why i said it. yeah wow. i'll say like and they knew and they gave up <laughs> <laughs> but you know and it's so weird because like our family is not very close with our other extended family. That's true. Because um, given, like, the situation with my dad and his family, and mm-hmm. it's a long story. So, mm-hmm. like, we're basically enemies with, like, everybody. I'm wow. not even going to lie. Yeah, like, with our own members of our own family. Because, wow. you know, we come from, like, the whole about, uh, like, king and queen thing. Oh, yeah, the whole like, fighting for the yeah, crown. Yeah, and it's just so, like... T- toxic and terrible and, like, my parents recognized that it was bad for them, so that's why they, they just, like, y'all Let do whatever, go. yeah, like, and that's why we left the African church and all that, and so we're not very, like, close bonded with, like, our family members, um, but I, I appreciate that, I mean, I don't know my cousins, but, like, I'm like, <laughs> I know they exist, yeah. but, like, I'm not close with them, and I'm fine with that, because I just think it's another load of just uh, responsibility of who to you know take care of this and like give money to. Yeah, it's just some something, something that will be added to my plate later yeah. on, and I'm happy I'm not. I don't have, you that. don't have to deal with I that. I don't have to deal with that. But, you know, because I just have enough to deal with, with my parents. And exactly. Just, <laughs> I don't want to be like, included with that and involve myself with that. And even like all of the aunties and uncles that we do know now, they know me. Like they're just like, okay, laddies, just, you know, because like I'll go to parties, like I don't dance. So I just sit there, sit and down. I stare at people. I know, and, like, I know. Uncle, uncle always trying to come make me dance. Aww. And, you know, he'll sit next to me and like, dance, make fun of me. But like, they all know me. They know I'm quiet they know um i just i don't get in trouble they know all those things <laughs> so i think like another thing that's been happening because they know me so well they've been trying to make their their sons like get married to me oh my yeah, god you know because we're not really related yeah but that's another story but you know like they know me and that's the point so i've never really had like experience of telling them anything and then they're going ahead and tell my parents yeah hey and because like you know my parents are always feuding with other family members, yeah. But they don't want to make it like because they still want to save face, yeah. So like even like when we meet at our parties and all of those things, they will still act like they like each other, and wow. like yeah, because you know they they're still family, and you know and they'll act like I, I like each other. And then someday the uncle will be like, oh lad, you should come over with your brothers and come hang out with your cousins. And I'm like, okay. Oh. And then I'll be like, okay, dad, we're going to go hang out. <laughs> no. Nope. Tell you like I go and hang out with those people, and then like, when we, and then when we meet again, uncle asked me, "Why didn't you come?" So like, what am I supposed to say to this? Yeah, like they put us in the middle of their
0: fight. And that's true. Yeah, and
1: like, like the younger, my younger brothers, they don't understand it, so they're like, "Okay, well, uncle said we could come over." Because the, the, the excuse would be, well, your uncle didn't say you can come over, so you can't go over. That's what they'll be telling those younger ones. And then when wow. uncle actually said you can come over, my, the younger ones will be like, okay, well, we're going over because uncle said we could come over. Yeah. We have permission. And my dad was like, no, you can't go. So wow. so they'll come to me and say, why can't we go? They don't even <laughs> they understand. Don't know. And I'm like, it's, and at some point, I just to tell them the truth. I'm like, yo. Your dad and your mom are fighting with everybody. No! So we can't go anywhere, okay? Just stay in your own house. Stay in your lane. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was so it's confusing. I think it's
0: all power struggles. To it be is. Honest.
1: It is. And like, you know, my parents are like, you yeah, the your uncles and aunties like the real ones. Mm-hmm. They're they're scared of your not scared but like they're jealous. Of your dad, oh, and this, wow. and then all of those uncles and aunts that you see when they came from Nigeria, they came and stayed in our house. We raised them. And we gave them everything I want. And then you know your dad, he lost too much. He's always trying to help everybody. He's always trying to because by him helping means basically means controlling yeah you know these old people they don't want people controlling them and you know they think they know it all so they'll disrespect him and they'll they'll leave him wow and then he gets mad and i'm like you know that's just how people are like that's true and it took him a long time for them to understand that you know what we're just gonna have to be by ourselves because you know your dad he's always trying to help people and it really is and like at the end of the day they know it too and that's why they still give him the respect that they give him because he's highly respected by everybody. My dad? No, my dad. Okay, I was I like, don't what? I don't know what your dad. <laughs> but like, he's highly respected. Like, you know, like, even though they're not like close, close friends, but they respect him because they know. Okay, at the end of the day, Mister. is still a good man, but we don't want to be controlled by him. So that's why they. <laughs> <learned>. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't think he's recognized the fact that he controls them. I mean, it's he had to take yeah, because to him, it's just trying to help. Mm. Oh man, man, one of our uncle that's older than my dad. Mm-hmm. oh it came over like six years ago. no is it eight years now anyway he came over because his family won the visa so we, was, we were still at our old house mm-hmm. then and then um my dad was trying to teach him how to drive yeah and you know he was because my dad eh, oh, man he's he's sharp tongue. He, His sharp tongue. He, he he thinks before he talks. <laughs> he thinks or he talks he, before he, he, he talks, talks before, before he thinks. thinks. <laughs> he <way> he <laughs> talks before he thinks. He would just say things and eh. Hey, and then he would feel bad, but he never say sorry. But anyway, wow. he was trying to teach teach his brother how to drive. And um this man, this he's an old man too. I mean he's older than my dad. Wow. And he was like, how can you be so dumb that you can't do it? Oh Daddy how can you say that to a grown man? Something like that. He said something along those lines, yeah. And that man got mad and it was, it was terrible and, you know, he stayed on, you know, he was like, I can't stay here anymore. Yeah. He me somewhere else to go and stay. So my dad found him, like, another friend. Oh. Um. <laughs> he stayed at his house and, like, when his family came, his family stayed with us. But the thing is like, he loves like he really loves people and he loves to help people. Your dad, but like he's so toxic when he does it doesn't go his way.
0: Not only that, I feel like it's because he likes to control. Like he yeah, likes having a hard grip. It does.
1: It does. He likes to control. He likes to like know that everything's gonna go well. Even in the most simplest stuff, he doesn't like st- um spontaneous stuff happening. He doesn't like um things to just come up out of nowhere. Wow. Uh, it, it just makes him lose control, and it's like okay, we have to gain control. How
0: are my dad and your dad friends? <laughs>
1: oh they clash
0: though I know I still they don't clash. understand how they're friends they clash and I think me, they just
1: recognize that and they give each other space and come together again Yeah, and I then hear, they clash yeah and then yeah. I hear the conversations all the time it's like, a whole cycle I do not listening I'm not talking to you my dad it's just like and then like I don't see I told you last time you didn't listen see, see what happened see what happened uh, like my dad always advised your your dad on his dating life oh! It's this and that. It's like you need to leave that girl. And then and then your dad doesn't leave and something happens he fights and comes back. You know, you told me I told you but (laughs) then he still stays like
0: my mom is like, I, I don't know. I can't help on this, yeah. bro. And, like, my
1: dad will always tell your dad, leave those kids. Let them make their own mistake. And I'm their like... Their own decision. Yeah, let them make their own decision. You're yeah, too hard on them. Like, Jumi will be fine. Leave Michael. Like, It's funny th- how he's saying that. I, I know. It's ironic, has, it's ironic. It's ironic. He has I, you. Because I'm in my room, I'm like... Booze, <laughs> like, whatever. But like he's like, leave them. So like, don't make them do CPP. Just leave the kids. Like, why do you want everybody to do CPP? <laughs> it's like because like my parents have been trying to talk your dad away from making Michael do CPP because yeah. your dad has been talking about it for so long. Yeah, and there's this program mm-hmm. that Michael is going to go into. Yeah, and my dad is like. Why do you want him to do that? Just because you do it, and because that's the only thing you know, does not mean that's the only thing Michael has to do. I know, but then, right? Your dad gets mad. <gasps> and my dad is like, okay, hello. I guess Michael doing CBP. <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom is like, don't tell uh, uh, to Makeda. I said uh, your dad should not let her do CBPO oh, because I don't want you to tell your. I don't want her dad to be telling her that what they want holding her future back. Oh. <laughs> but that's like how they live their life, and I'm
0: just like, at least they understand each other
1: yeah they do yeah the, the friends that he does have they understand each other and one of them is a trump supporter Jesus and Christ. like <laughs> Yeah, he, he lives in Wisconsin and he, he every time they thought it's just something and it's like yeah, when the insurrection <laughs> when the insurrection happened on January 6th uh-huh. my dad was like hey they probably already ab- ab- uh, um, arrested this boy he probably went to the capital so he called him just to check up out uh-huh. like, I hope you are not in the jail cell hey hi. <laughs> he <laughs> hey, so was like oh I didn't go So like, okay, uh, okay okay that's good for you <laughs> I don't know why you support him but at least you are safe yeah I know Yeah, already. but they understand each other and they know I think I mean they I'm sure they talk about, like, their own experiences. experiences with each other. And that's how they're able to connect. Yeah. Because they see similarities in those experiences. But they're not friends to the point where, like, they're helping each other heal. Yeah. And that's the difference between that's the us. toxic part. Yeah. And, you know, th- and that's the difference between their generation and our generation of, you know, what it means to be African. To where, like, we recognize... We have family ties that we have to keep and maintain. Exactly. But we also have ourselves to keep and maintain because if we're not maintained in our mental, state and yeah. also even in our physical state we exactly. cannot maintain that family exactly. that you want because we see this b- big grand family life that you want us to live together as one yeah. harmony utopia blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> but everybody's messed up in the
0: head because <laughs> everyone is trying to kill each other yeah. or something
1: it's like have you ever been to an african party it's terrible it's toxic <laughs> i mean this fun but it's like behind the fun if you really behind look. the scenes if you really look it's like man. there is
0: actually people People fighting everybody's with messed their up. eyes everybody's messed
1: up. <laughs> everybody's freaking messed up and like that's what i see when i see all of them dancing because I, I know so much because i just hear stuff i'm like that, is, <laughs> that woman doesn't like that woman's but they're anymore. still dancing they're still dancing together they're laughing in each other's faces and i'm like that's so deadly that's like, not what i want i hate that like i if i'm not happy with you i have to tell you
0: not even that if i can't even stand the energy or just anything that just doesn't sit
1: right, I I I avoid that. Yeah, and it's different for them for their generation. Their generation just holds it in and they keep it, and they want to save face and they want they're... to remain poised and, you know, continue to have their name up there because yeah. for some reason that matters and you know that's their value. Yeah, it's and true. that's part of their African-ness, their Nigerianness, because that's at that point in their life when they're growing up, that was what their parents told them mattered yeah that's what they had to keep and they didn't have any other education that told them otherwise that's true. but we have that and that's part of what we get to enjoy as being nigerian american to where we have this thing where we're nigerian so we see the dirty part but then we're also american and we see a way to help ourselves out exactly of that. and but where we clash with them is because they don't see it as that. Yeah. They just see, they just keep that narrow Yeah, line. They see us as they see themselves. Um, Even though they want us to do better than they did. But they don't think that for us to do better or to do something else, we have to be different than, than just what being they were. Exactly. So that's why it's confusing for them. In a sense, Like you have to think about it. It's really confusing for them because they're raising kids in a place where they're not used to. They don't know the history of the place. It's what the kids say. If the kids say America was this is this and this. I mean, the kid is no one going to school, taking America history lesson.
0: Well, that's the thing, though. My dad, in my, in my case, mm-hmm. my dad still thinks I don't even know crap. <laughs> <laughs> he literally thinks I don't know crap because I make a decision and he's like, so you now you're acting smarter than me. <laughs> now you're acting like you've been Yemo you m- me in more country longer than me, and I'm like, <laughs> I just made a decision that was good for me, you know. Cause with the CBB, the CBP job thingy, the whole, you know, how you kind of encouraged me, you, my sister, my Yermo. Mm-hmm. you know, you guys encouraged me to like talk to my dad mm-hmm. and tell him I don't want to do this, mm-hmm. you know. And it didn't, it didn't just take one conversation with you guys. It took like. Several, you yeah. know, especially with Guillermo and um, Mama Lara. There was a day they literally, like, my sister was talking to me about it, and Guillermo was hearing, and the two of them just kept going Am at me. Mm-hmm. They were like, you yeah. got to do this, and I was so motivated. I was like, I'm doing it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it was just so much pressure, and it's like, so because I, de- I did it, de- I made a decision that I don't want to work for this. I don't want to work this job. I want to do something else. Mm-hmm i'm somehow smarter than my dad i'm so, i somehow know it all like dude seriously i'm just trying to do something i want to do you know i mean i even told him in this case i was like in your case you did what you wanted to do bro like even my mom too like she was like yeah follow your dad your dad knows it blah 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 i'm like mom when you wanted to study English, did your mom tell you to study English? No, you did it because you wanted to. You get me? Like, and also she was like, well, you're a child of God. You got to follow God's way. I'm like, this is, my dad is not God's way. It's my dad's way, you know? And I'm like, well, look, mom, even with God, God even gave us a choice. It's it's not like, it's, you got to follow my words this way. Exactly. Like, no, he's like, You have a choice, you know? I kept telling her that. She still doesn't understand. She even thinks I'm a devil child right now. But that's not my point. You know, it's just very, like, I don't know. It's I wouldn't say it's toxic. It's just they want it done their way. And that's not something I want to deal with, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah,
1: I mean, I've had, I mean, talking about, like, emotional blackmail and, like, (laughs) even religious blackmail. Like, the amount of time my parents (laughs) have come to me and said, it's, especially even like with the same thing with the cbp job uh-huh. and i told him i was like i'm not doing it and my dad was like i i spoke to the wally ah! and the wally uh-huh. the the, the saw a vision and the vision <laughs> in the vision the, the wally said it would be stupid of me Hi! not to take the cbp job and if i'm do- not taking it it's because i'm lazy and I'm like, hey. So this wolli eh, that doesn't know me, has never seen me, has only had my name over the phone. Uh-huh. Saw this vision about me. Wow. And in his own almighty power. Uh-huh. Just decided <laughs> that I'm just a lazy person. For not, wanting, for to not wanting to do And then he said, you know, you call yourself a Christian. Hey. But you're not listening to the words of your father isn't uh, is that Bible that you carry around every Sunday isn't in isn't not in that Bible that says you should honor your father and your mother.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't say listen to them every advice or everything e- and I'm they like, say. Eh, Dad. <laughs> so that Bible that I'm carrying <laughs> it says to honor my father and my mother, and I'm doing
1: that though. Uh huh. And if you just read one verse later from that from that proverbs that says honor your father and your mother, under just it, just that one that it says father and mother. Do not provoke your children to anger. See, the amount of time you and mommy have provo- provoked me to anger, it's uncountable. But I never say anything, because wow. I'm, I'm honoring what the Bible says. So, you and your woli can continue to see visions.
0: At least in your case, you knew the Bible. You quote,
1: quote, <laughs> I think quote to you them woli, too. You can continue to see your visions, So, But... I'm going to not do this job because it's just not right. And I just don't feel like God is calling me to do it. That's why I said I I didn't think God was calling me to do it at that time like, you, God is not, God is talking to you, Abby. You, uh, okay, <laughs> let me tell you what I will listen. And then, like, two days later, your, your dad called me. I was at work. Your dad was like, hey, Omolade, you have to listen to your dad. Uh-huh. This work is the best job you can have. Oh. i my like, uncle, just because she's the best for you does not mean it's the best for me. Exactly. I literally but, had yeah. to
0: dig that into my dad's brain. <laughs> like, just because it's great for you doesn't mean it's great for every other person around yeah. you. And I
1: told him that, I said, uncle, see, see people will always be hiring and if Honestly. I decide that CBP was my calling in this life, out of everything that I could be doing, I guess I'll go because they will always be hiring. Exactly. And he said, Oh, you're right. <laughs> they are always hiring. I'm like, Okay, can we drop this? Because your dad has been trying to call me. I never replied. <laughs> he called me on WhatsApp. No? You know, message, I didn't reply. And then he got mad. He said, You have to call me back now. I was like, okay, I guess i have to call him back. <laughs> so I called him. <laughs> And I told him. Because I was still trying to develop my argument in my head. That's why I didn't refer back to him. I'm wow. like, uncle, they will always be hiring, though. Know? He said, I know, but still, your dad has been calling me to tell me tell, you, tell me to encourage you. Oh. I said, I know, and you're doing your best. But, but I, don't, I don't, want don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs>
0: He's
1: like, your dad said you have already finished all the process. I said, no, but I just don't want to. Honestly. See my he said, okay.
0: Honestly, my dad got so mad when I told him I literally dropped everything with CPP, without him knowing. He was like, why did you drop it without letting me know? It's like, even if I let you know, you wouldn't let me drop it. Mm-hmm. So I dropped it because I wanted to, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was like, no. And then the story of my life started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the story of my life started it started from like what i did wrong in high school and then college and then the year i failed and everything that this auntie said about me painting my face and then it went on to yeah there was this uncle who told me you were trying to buy a car and that's being fraudulent what me trying to buy a car is being fraudulent like yeah you're trying to buy with a loan have I bought the car? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, where's the car? You know, I haven't bought a car yet, so I don't know what you're talking about. I told him I was thinking of buying a car. I didn't tell him I was actually going to buy a car with my student loan. That's just Mm -hmm. stupid. You get me? So it was just, and then it went on, and my mom was like, ah, eh, ah. Because she doesn't know anything. All <laughs> no, she doesn't believe what he says. Ah, eh, amoi,
1: please don't do this to me. Please listen to your dad. You know, you know, your makeup thing reminds me of something. So I was like maybe a senior in college because uh-huh. I was living at home. And then, like, I was like, because I'm, I'm not you know, I don't use makeup. I don't do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Not because I don't want to. It's just I'm not interested in it. And, like, I just don't know how to do it. Yeah. That's it. I just don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And I never took interest in it. So. So, Like, I was like, I was going through Walmart aisle and then I saw, like, um, you know, those Nair, the shaving cream stuff, mm-hmm. and I, you know, so I Nair, Nair, God. yeah,
0: I had my experience with that, but yeah. keep going because so I
1: saw, I was like, oh, cool, I can because <laughs> I read it, so you, like, you can, can use it, so like shaving, so mm-hmm. like shaving with mm-hmm. the, um, whatever it is that you used to shave, just so, put it on, yeah, it. yeah, so I was like, okay, cool, so I bought it, I wasn't hiding it because I think I didn't think there was anything to hide about yeah. it, yeah, so I put it in the bathroom, and then like, my it's been there for months. Yeah. I used them once. I hated the smell. And, you know, like, I was like, I'm not using that anymore. But yeah. like, it was just there. And then my mom was in our bathroom one day and she saw it. And she was like, what is this? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, it's that thing that you can use to, like, shave, shave. your leg. And, uh-huh. and then she called my dad. And he was like, what are you shaving? Ah. Uh, what can I not shave? Uh, I, was, like, is, is, I was like, did I do something wrong? <laughs> I, was, I was so confused. I was confused. And I, I was, like, what, 18? Yeah. No, no I wasn't like 18. I was, like, 20. I was, like, a senior in college.
0: 20. Yes. And they, they were crucifying yes. you for having a shaving... <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. You know what my mom told me one day? Like, it's, it's unrelated, but, like,
1: one day, we were in the kitchen cooking, and she was like, you know, we can always... I can always check to see whether or not you are still a virgin and this Jesus and that. Jesus Christ. I, 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 I was... I mean... <laughs> you know what like you're so shocked you're like looking and I'm like okay so how are you going to check? She's like I'll just boil egg hey! and then I'll put it I'm like you'll put it where? Where? <laughs> and you think I was just sitting there and I'll allow open my you, leg and I'll like the, the, the amount of authority and power that they think they have it's just like what mind blowing, mm-hmm. but I was just like, I mean, I don't say my see dad didn't,
0: my dad never threatened me with that, he just concluded that I'm a prostitute. So I was like, Oh, okay, <laughs> I guess you it, know, it got, it got concerning to
1: them. Um, because like I never brought anybody home, and like I never told them, like, I don't tell them anything about like that stuff. So like they got concerned. And like when I went to prom in high school, mm-hmm. I went with my a group of my girlfriends, yeah, and like there's a picture of one of my friend Eunice, <laughs> she's Nigerian, we were just playing, and he's, like. Like she hopped on my hand so i carried her so we took a picture so when i got home from prom i was just showing them the pictures i took for prom oh. and they saw the pictures I was like stop <laughs> i wasn't thinking because i i just they had the wonderful ideas in my head i
0: don't think of let me stuff. guess they were thinking they thought I was lesbian. lesbian and then they're like what is this
1: i'm like oh yeah that's my friend Eunice. And like, why can't you know i'm like
0: why do i explain why do i, have oh to explain? Why do I have to explain why i'm carrying my friends you, speaking of no lesbianism thinking you know, is my mom got so brain like she gets brainwashed by my dad so easily like my best friend victoria she came over i guess one christmas mm-hmm. um all the day i went home and we were watching tv and the living room was cold the blanket was huge <laughs> We put, I put the blanket over me and her Mm -hmm. and somehow my dad came back and we were lesbians. Somehow that became us being lesbians. And I was like, wow, how, how convenient for you to say. And then next thing, my mom is calling me. You cannot be acting like a lesbian. I'm like, mommy, I went to a school of all girls. If I wanted to be a lesbian, I would have been a lesbian in the school. You get me? Like, I don't understand this, you Mm -hmm. know? Of all people, my mom. That that was one thing that hurt me the most. The fact that my mom was telling me, "Oh, Jimmy, don't be, don't be, don't be a lesbian, please. That's against God's words." I'm like, who said I was a? Why? Did you see that they on my hand?
1: Stuff they hear stuff and they just they get scared and they're like, oh, I hope my kids don't do that. So I better scare them after it's before they do it. <laughs> they do yeah, it. that's what it's in. There. Like my, my, you know, I just told you about my dad and my brother. Like, i hope he's not doing drugs but i'm just gonna scare him out <laughs> before he start doing it like, if your kids are gonna do anything they, would they have will done do it, it they honestly it's just you'll be seeing the, the results and you'll be so sad that they didn't the, the, exactly yeah. and you know as as keen as they think that they are there are so many moments where i'm just like i could have just easily done this exactly i'm just choosing not to i exactly. could have easily covered up like, you
0: the thing <laughs> you is when i dropped the whole know. cbp job thingy when it was all a whole big issue i was like it's not like i got pregnant or i dropped out of school imagine or imagine what would oh i got arrested or something mm-hmm. none of that happened i'm just dropping a job mm-hmm. you know it's not the end of the world
1: yeah one of the girls that well, she's like a family friend that my dad always sometimes um like um uh what is the word cotto no, no 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 like one day or why am i losing regular word this is what i'm talking about okay. <laughs> I'm losing, I, I can hear the korean and
0: <laughs> oh wow like compare you can, compare okay See, that's the word it's so bad i
1: need to keep watching american shows anyway <laughs> but like the girls that my dad always compare with um her name was like daniela or something mm-hmm. like that and I was like daniela works hard she does this. Do you and even know that. what she does? And now, see me. I'm seeing Daniela on my Snapchat and Posting I'm like, her ass. Do you want me to show you what Daniela is doing on her Snapchat? Because you don't know. You She's don't probably know. smoking weed yes, or something. You know, she's having sex and I see it. Like, do you want me to be like Daniela? You really want me to, to be become Daniela? Because I will if you want me. I do. I don't want that for myself. So I'm not. Honestly. But if I, if you see what, the, and then Daniela got pregnant. Oh. And, and then, and then my dad and mom will be like. Did you hear that Daniela got pregnant? Uh-huh. She told her parents, I'm like, Yeah, I've been knowing. See, Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> she, she Daniela doesn't care that she's pregnant. She wanted to be pregnant. That's why yeah. she's having sex. Exactly. And I'm not judging her for that. Exactly. She can do that, but I don't want. But the, the fact that you think. That I should be like Daniela is what I'm trying to bring out here. Because you tell me I need her to be like Daniela, I should watch and be like her. And you don't know what she's doing. Exactly. Like, comparison is a thief. And it will steal your own child away. Because you're comparing your own child with something that... See, focus on the one that you have now. Imagine you
0: started hanging out with Daniela and becoming very close and best friends. I would have, I would have a baby, maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> you know and, like, and, and, and then you know her, her parents were like sort of cause we're all in the same like African group wait
0: Daniela, isn't she the father of their family yeah. daughter Yeah, Yeah,
1: I remember. She has a baby. Yeah, she has a baby boy. He's, like, almost two now. But, you know, I'm, like... I I know her! Yes. So, it's, like, don't tell me to be like somebody and... You don't even know them. and then when something goes wrong, you never even apologize. Oh, well, sorry, we told you to be like Daniela. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm, like, I I don't judge Daniela for whatever she does or my other cousins for whatever it is that they do. Like and you know don't even get me started on the differences between a boy or how to treat a boy from a girl oh yeah you know that's something else but I'm just like me this is the child you get okay honestly this is her you if you want to get to know her you can but if you don't want to That's fine. But all of this trouble saying, ah, Lade is making me sick. Yeah. Lade is the reason why I have hypertension. and this. No. Yeah, the reason you have hypertension. They don't even try to find out why you Mm -hmm. did something. No, no. don't blame me for the way that you're reacting to the things that I do. Okay? If I did something wrong, you need to let me know not scream at me or beat me without telling me why you're beating me and insulting, and, and insulting me and calling me names <laughs> it's like okay you're you're hurting yourself because you're yeah, the one that will go back to your room and still be thinking like ah, this and that and it's like <laughs> you know if you talk to Lade, maybe you learn something honestly but you're not, and I've you told never you, have conversations yeah, yeah and i've told you this is why I did this. Well, you told me to
0: shut up, so I shut up, you know?
1: <laughs> not <laughs> even shut
0: up. I get slapped before I even finish talking, so I'm not even going to bother. I, 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 and, you know, and you know, and that's why, like, when
1: they try to blame me for the their health and this and that, before I used to feel bad. Like, oh, man. I'm really? Causing, yeah, I'm causing my parents this. But then at some point, I was like, no. It's not it's your fault. You. Yeah. It's on you. Like, you can't tell me that with everything that you do to me, if I was reacting the way that you wanted me to react, that we would still be living in this house together. Because if, if I was reacting the way that you think I should be reacting, then we, would, we just wouldn't. Like, I would be out. Yeah. You would have just sent me back to Nigeria or something. Yeah. You wouldn't want me here. But it's because I, I'm not reacting. reacting. Is the reason why you still have this opportunity to still be telling me nonsense, yeah. okay? It's because I'm not doing anything. And that's why you need to get to know your child, it's and don't, don't just come up here and tell me, well, you need to do this and that and this and that. And like, that's what I mean. And at this stage in like my relationship with my parents, mm-hmm. that's where I can tell them these things now. Where I'm like, you know, mom, you keep saying this and this, but you never really listen to what I had to say when I was telling you this. yeah Or they'll be like, well, why didn't you ever do this when, he, when we told you to? I just like, well, I just never felt like it was the right thing to do. So exactly. I like, I never tell my parents no. That's the thing. Oh. Yeah. I never tell Like, if they tell me to do something, I don't say no. I'll do it. But then, if I don't feel it's right, then I just drop it. <laughs> I don't say anything. No, and true. they and they kind of understand, that. Like, okay, this girl, she doesn't say no. Because, you know, I don't know why, but she just doesn't. So, whenever... Because they, they'll feel betrayed later on. So, oh, you know, this and this and that. I'm like, you know, yeah. I really didn't want to do it but like I just thought okay well maybe you'll be right and maybe I will like it mm-hmm. and I started it and I didn't like it and I was like you know what I don't, I don't want to do, do it, it. <laughs> and i are like well, why didn't you say you didn't want to do it from the beginning you're a pretender at least Pre- I'm oh. that. and that like, you know uh, okay I guess that's I'm a
0: pretender <laughs> Yeah,
1: like, I'm not a pretender but if you feel that I am then yeah you know but you know, at the end of the day it's taught me a lot about how i want to raise my kids exactly and what i should
0: and shouldn't do exactly or yeah. how i should always consider their feelings because yeah. at the end of the day they they are humans and i'm sorry humans do we do need you know i guess what what's the word i'm trying to say here like we do we do need like people to validate our mm-hmm. opinions mm-hmm. or our feelings you mm-hmm. get me Well, not maybe validate, but make sure we know that, yes, our parents are not out yet to make us feel like we're less... Than human or something.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, they always say, you know, the, nobody else loves you in this world. Oh. And like, all those people out there, they don't know you. They don't <laughs> love you. Nobody else loves you as much as we do. And this Speaking
0: and of the nobody loves you more than I, mm-hmm. is the first thing, one of the first things my dad told me when I first came to America. So you're just friends in your school. They don't like you at all. Of course, I can understand that. But don't tell me my best friend doesn't love me. Because that's my best friend. You get me? <laughs> it's just... Nobody can ever love you like I do.
1: Yeah, I mean. I, so you're I saying them.
0: if I have a boyfriend or a husband, <laughs> <laughs> he will love me more than you do.
1: I mean, it could be true, and I, I, I'm not gonna deny that feeling, cause that's for them to have. I don't know, um, you know, if they say that they love me then and they believe that nobody else in this world can love me as much as they do I'm that's am them, them. For, to believe Yeah, though. i'm going to believe them it's like okay if you think that sure i i believe you and i i appreciate that you believe that and i i don't doubt that you love think me. that yeah. yeah i don't but you know at the same time i, I question your actions because <laughs> <laughs> I do, and you know, I, you know when my parents say things and they said I just laugh it off these days because I'm just like okay I I mean okay okay you know and they know too they know okay she's not gonna do it or like she's not gonna listen yeah but they know I'm not saying anything you know my brothers would say something and like everybody knows that I like, didn't say anything she would just say yes or and listen or she would just be like okay <laughs> laugh if I don't want to say yes I'll just laugh and just like walk away um, but that's sort of like how have negotiated my identity with, you know, being a Nigerian, living in a Nigerian household in America, Mm -hmm. and having that American identity of, like, you know, there's other things I've learned. Autonomy, (laughs) too. Yeah. And how to just have control of my own life. Exactly. The things that I want to do and the way that I want to live my life. Because at the
0: end of the day, it's just going to be you.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, because nobody's going to come back and say, well, how did your parents treat you
0: yeah you know, So what did you go through you how's have, your mental state
1: yeah so you're saying because your parents treat you badly is <laughs> why you're now killing people right <laughs> like nobody's gonna say that especially being a black person exactly why, like, uh, you're a terrible person like especially when nobody knows what's going on in your household yeah because you know they don't so like when they see you doing bad things they just think ah that kid is just terrible yeah. her parents are great people but she's but she is just terrible yeah that's what they'll think because they don't know anything about what's what's going on inside that's true so it's like okay you know what to make me continue to be a good person for myself not Mm -hmm. for you but for my for myself i'll find my balance i'll find how i can navigate being your child (laughs) and also being myself
0: yeah and um what's something i kind of i've always had in my mind is because i think three years ago my dad told me oh my god one of his brother's um son got to jail went to like he's in jail and the first thing that came to my mind was, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. You get me? Because I'm not going to just look at the fact that he's in jail and be like, well, that's his fault. He put himself in that situation. Of course he put himself in that situation, but how did it lead up to that? Mm-hmm. You know, did he want to break from his parents? Is that what led to that? You know, like things like that. I'm not just going to be like, yeah, he's a horrible person. He did something bad and went to jail for it. You yeah, know,
1: we all have different ways of like handling things and coping with things. and That's true. Um, it, it's unfortunate if at the end of the day we ended up in a space or in a place where we met the wrong people yeah. and they led us down the wrong path or we allowed ourselves to be led down, down the wrong the path, path because we just didn't feel safe at home. Because there are many times where I never felt safe at home. Um, or comfortable yeah. to go home. I never wanted to go home. Oh, man. same. I never wanted to. That's go home. why I was in track and cross country. Um, man, it was <laughs> it was bad. Like I wanted to stay out as long as. That's why I was working two jobs when I was in college. That's why I was doing full time in <laughs> college. Too. I was like, man. By the time I got home, it was twelve. Everybody was
0: sleeping. Oh, was so happy. Sadly,
1: mine was ten. Oh, I because I worked at Chili's, so it's like. They close at 12. So I, was, I I never wanted to go home. No, nah, going home was not an option. Even if I wasn't going to work and I took out like a whole week Have off you, work, uh-huh. and I wasn't going home.
0: Have you ever felt nervous going home? All the time. Like, even you're like, nervous even to the now. point... Even now. You're nervous to the point that you think because of something your dad probably heard or is going to do to you, is going to slap you the moment you get home. you just nervous that what it's gonna um, do is right or something oh uh, not even that because i know i don't i don't do anything wrong
1: uh, to, to that point but like i just didn't want them to talk Especially no, I just talk because they just want to talk about <laughs> my life, and I just didn't want that because I was living at home oh and I wasn't going to law school anymore and didn't even know what I was gonna do. I didn't have a plan, so like they didn't have control, and I'm I was rotting away. So, God I, so, That's what they said. I was rotting away. My life was going downhill. God forbid. So they needed to know what I was doing. Wow. So, I, so like every time I would get home, it was just okay. Once they call me that like, day, I'm like Jesus. <laughs> It's about to start. Save me! It was about to. I was like, I have to save myself from this. So I got two jobs because I was like, I'm not doing it. Wow! I didn't. I. It was always nerve wracking going home because it's like, I don't want to have those conversations because I don't have the answers that they want, that's and true. I never give them any answers that they wanted to hear. And that's for was frustrating for them because like, well, what are you gonna do? I'm like, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know so much. It was bound in our house because yeah. I said it so many times, but.
0: The thing is, my dad literally calmed down so much when my sister ran away from him. I'm pretty sure you know of the whole mm-hmm. situation. Yeah, okay, told me about. Like it. he calmed down so much that he doesn't even hit us anymore. All he does is scream. I'm thinking, I'm like, thank God. I'm like, wow, I got hit until I was eighteen years old. How convenient, you know? Yeah. That was I'm... just wait. No, actually, until twenty, not eighteen. So that was very fun. My honestly, I would say the first twenty years, the first ten years of my life was the most peaceful happy years of my life you know why i say so because i was with my mom mm-hmm. you know she like she's a very quiet person and very gentle and the thing is you could easily not brainwash her but i don't know convince her or something that's that's the i think that's the weakness she has with my dad but it's just very i don't know i think those years were more, like, my most peaceful years ever in my lifetime you know kind of do reminisce on those years because literally just stand by my mom and she'll be singing for us and fucking lullaby songs that she you know she taught kids i think my most peaceful years was like the past two years (laughs) (laughs) i
1: i have a feeling that's very true like from one to six it was i was a child i was with my grandmother i mean it was cool but like
0: you couldn't understand what's going on. I don't know on. what's going
1: on. I mean, my mom can like pay me to talk.
0: <laughs> Honestly, if someone pays you to talk, I would think it would be like the newscaster or sportscaster. Uh, that's too heavy. I don't like like heavy conversations.
1: I mean, I like like conversations that are personal. That's but true. like, I don't want to report the news because <laughs> some point have to report things that are happening in the world and people dying,
0: God. And, like, wars,
1: and oh, you started recording. <laughs> <laughs> I already know. Oh uh, yeah. But yeah, somebody should start paying me. Sign me a, uh, a podcast Con- deal or something. Honestly. But I, I don't know. I just love talking. I don't know if it's not even uh, if it's like a cohesive um set of talk, but I talk too much. But
0: anyway, sorry guys, this is really long. <laughs> <laughs> well I'm almost done. This is more like the conclusion part. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean I I think at the end of the at the end of it all what I believe I am as a Nigerian as an American as an African child in my African parents home (laughs) it's just I think I was just able to get through it at the end of the day by the grace of God because there's no other way that I was able to I feel that I'm still in it and I just also would think that being understanding regardless of whether you understand just trying to be understanding could really help as well and if you're the type where like you really just have to speak your mind, just find it, find to try to do it in a way that's not disrespectful to them. Because once they feel that you've disrespected them or like you belittled them or that you're trying to intentionally hurt them, yeah, it's when they will also get um very defensive and we will crack down more on you than they've ever been before. And give yourself space and just give yourself allow yourself to cry and. Allow yourself to, you know, mourn or just be who you are internally and just find spaces that will allow you to be yourself. Exactly. Yeah, and those spaces for me was just, you know, working and um, occupying my time with things that did not bring me down or um, put me in the wrong place that would have potentially hurt me in my future. So, you know, finding positive ways to let your energy go into you know find it a hobby that is positive you know I've had friends that's just like cooking or <clears throat> sewing or kneading all of those things because um, at the end of the day you won't be under your parents shadow forever, forever. and at the end of the day it's not about what your parent de- did to you it's how you responded how you took it exactly so you know I, I am a big fan of just ownership and just owning things that happen to you um and you recognizing that nobody else can control what you said what you did and what you other feel. than and what you feel other than you so you know if you have made it a point to live a life of fulfillment then you need to do it in a way that is not hurting other people and not hurting yourself that's true so that's true that's what i think
0: i guess i guess in my own conclusion sorry guys the um i guess the previous one got cut off for some reason Um, But I do want to just conclude with the fact that with, you know, personally speaking with my own Africanness and just the whole cultural talk we've all had, we've both had today, I would just say the most important thing would be your mental health. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I would say the most. You feel like you're in a family member group or whatever the hell, and you're just not feeling yourself like you are not feeling mentally stable, you know? my best advice is to stay away i'm sorry you know i i i i guess i care how you care about your family or you love them but mm-hmm. your mental state matters more cuz if you're not sane i i'm sorry you're going to always be in there you know at their mes- mercy so you want to do yourself a favor and just be sane you know be mentally stable and if you, if, if the way to do that is staying away do it I will literally encourage you. And even if I have to even pull you out of it, I will help you. You know, just stay away. You know, your mental state matters more. That's my own take on it. You know, I understand it's great to understand your parents, your African parents and all of that. But sorry, <laughs> I genuinely think my own, you know, my own um mental state matters more. Thank you. Bye, <laughs> Bye y'all. Let me go ahead and there you go.